not a bowling ball. That's my wife. There you go. There you go. Hello, legions, and welcome to another edition of the Watchman Watching Podcast. I am your host, the uh, non-politically correct, <laughs> marvelous Mike Dudley, followed as always by my co-host, cohort, and younger brother. Marcus Dudley, MD3, checking in on you from the cutting room floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, yeah, what's going on out there on podcast land? Talking about some hot edits. Yeah, some hot edits going on. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the What You Been Watching studios here in Tallahassee, Florida, in the shadows of Doak Campbell Stadium, amongst the seven hills of the highest hills for all you FAMU fans out there. What's going on, my brother? Chilling, chilling, man. Thank goodness uh, hell week for me is over. Uh... Daddy Bear's coming back to the kitchen, so I finally get to hand the hand the keys to the ship. Although there's not keys to a ship, but you know what I'm trying to say in my metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who it's uh, never hell week for when you're listening to Kesta, always bright. Damn right. Thank you for uh, that. We always appreciate it. Um, you can always write us in at whatchabeenwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Where else can they find us, my brother? They can find us online at facebook.com slash Dudley Bros Podcast. Or just come see us in these streets. You know, we, we out chill. We out chill. You know, we out, we out there. So yeah, Carrier help. pigeons. Yeah. Telegraph. Singing clowns. Build Legos high enough. That's right. Like a pillar. Put up a, a some beacon. sort of bat signal in the sky. We'll there get there. Go. Yeah, the Dubby Dub will be there. <laughs> so you said Hell Week at the restaurant's been happening. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, head chef is out for, you know, vacation, family time and stuff. So, of course, all the weight and responsibility falls on me. And we've just got project after project after project. And everybody's looking at me for answers. And I'm like, I don't know. Fucking sure. Why not? Let's do that. Sure. Pirate crew ho. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it afloat situation. Just, that's it just long as the long as the boat comes into harbor i don't care how many leaks it's got in it i don't care if it's on fire i don't care if the crew are ready to mutiny i got it to the next port my job is done hey well how, what would you give yourself as an honest evaluation of your your job honest evaluation i would say probably at least a 6.57 i mean like there's definitely things that i could have done better but that's just based on really inexperience yeah. so i mean Knowing what I know now, I'm not going to make those mistakes again. So that's good, man. Yeah. You know, every experience comes with something. That's I hopefully if you're doing it right. Loki said, "I consider experience experience." That's right. So hey, hey, if Loki's saying it, there's got to be some truth right. to it. If he's the ongoing Marvel, we've been there. Yeah, man. So uh, how about you, you, man? What you been doing? Man, I don't want to get into it. Uh oh. Lots of lots of it's been rough. It's been rough, man. Lots of personal issues going on, but. You've really got to get this tendency for killing hookers under control. Uh, dude, I'm telling you. If they would just... Not Be people? Ca- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot kill that which has no soul. Oh, man. No, it's it's just been rough, personally. I don't want to get into it on the podcast. All right, but, all good. Uh, there's just certain cans of worms, man. It doesn't matter. You, I, We live in a lot of avoidance. And the second you go to open those can of worms, it still stinks mm. as bad as you remember mm-hmm, it. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember why I sealed that one away. Yep, yep. And avoidance is king sometimes, but it is what it is, man. We'll get through it. It's uh, sometimes tough living with somebody who's half your age, Um, but teenagers teenagers are a lot different today than they were when I was a teenager. But if you're a teenager listening, write us in at what you've been watching (laughs) podcast at gmail.com. Use the title, My Struggles Against the Older Generation. 
Dear and old people. Dear old folks. I am 16 years old and I have a lot to say. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I have 16 years of worldly experience ready for your disposal. Yeah. It's just a different ball game out there, brother. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Well, uh, anything else you want to check in with? No, man. I'm good. Uh, what you been watching? Oh, shit. I start us off? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> it's, a, it's a very loosey-goosey episode. <laughs> Uh, man, I've been on a little bit of adult animation kick, like usual, which is right. a fucking everyday event. Um, I finally sat down and watched Rick and Morty season six. Okay, I'm I'm probably I want to say two seasons behind. The last one I saw was where Beth discovered that Rick had made a clone of her and sent her off into space so that she could have adventures and experiences and stuff. Uh, and then Rick doesn't even know which one is the real one anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that was season four. Did they have the Vat of, Ap- Vat of Acid episode? Yes, yeah, yes. season four. They won an Emmy for that one. Did they really? Yeah. Okay, I could see it. That's that's pretty clever television writing. Yeah, yeah. No, they do do a bunch of callbacks in this one. Um, I think season five. It's weird. That show can be very hit or miss, mm. um, in my opinion. But even when they they're misses, there's still aspects of that episode that I enjoy a lot. Like I'll tell you what, man. When Rick and Morty fires on all cylinders, like it is one of the best shows on television. Yeah. Like it's the writing is so sharp and it's so it's it's almost it's almost a show written for like in a weird way. It's it's so meta about its own structure and its own plot lines that it's almost a show for people who not just like like watch television, but really like love television and understand like plot devices and pacing and sort of like you know. The, the through lines of a, of a narrative through episode to episode. Um, it's, it's, it's very smartly written. It's yeah. Incredible. Um, and then it can be silly and just completely, you know, idiosyncratic and, and, and just arbitrary and sporadic and just, just, just throwing all these weird stuff. Like when they start every time they do a, uh, intergalactic cable episode, or interdimensional cable episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't do those as much anymore. Uh, that's because, as you, if you haven't read by now, Justin Roiland is uh, parted ways with the show. What? Yeah, I know. Uh, he's the co-creator, but they're still giving him, because they can't take it away from him, he still right. is the co-creator forever and always. Um, but yeah, he's parted ways with the show. He apparently had some domestic violence issues and like kidnapping through coercion or trickery or some shit. I don't know the exact charge or whatever it is, but it's pretty shocking. you do to deserve that? I know, right? <laughs> um, but no, apparently... We're kidding. We're uh, kidding. Yeah, completely We're kidding. kidding. <laughs> but um, apparently it got settled out of court, whether the yeah. case itself just got dropped because the evidence, it was apparently from a couple years ago that the evidence isn't there anymore right, or... Right. For whatever reason, and I remember, yeah, stories get conflated. People remember one thing, and then in cross examine, you know, like coming across later, they're like, "Well, last time you said it was yellow, and this time you said it's pink, or whatever," you know. Yeah, no, I was the king of that in my drinking. Like, I would be, it's it's a fucking distraction tactic, or what do they call it when you um you focus on something else? Um, Straw man argument. Uh, I, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, what would happen? I would be in trouble for something. Or what about is I'm like, well, I you yes, I did this, but then you did that. So what about that? Or what about this? Yeah, there was like a. Ter- I just said the term the other day, but now I can't fucking think of it because I'm talking about it. But uh, ultimately, somebody would would I would be in trouble because like, hey, I'm fucking drunk, and then somebody was t- starting to talk to me about something, and if you fucked up any aspect of your story, that was the part that I focused right. on and be like to discredit you for right. like. Uh, and so it was kind of that, uh, it seems like, because, um, you know, apparently in his public statement, it was like, oh, it's just a ex that has, that is scorned or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, 
but I know that everyone was very quick to drop him. Yeah, uh, his his video game company that he runs, he resigned from very quickly. Uh, Adult Swim made a public statement like, "We are dropping all connections with yeah. Justin Roiland." Um, he got canned from FX shows uh, or the Hulu shows, um, Solar Opposites, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they don't do the some of the irreverence you can tell, um, and apparently. Just to kind of wrap the story up a little bit, um, he got difficult to work with just even before this came out. Yeah, I had heard about that. Yeah, there and was just really like weird eccentricities and and just being kind of a diva and, and sort of not necessarily bullying the writers and, and and animators, but very much being like it has to be my way. You know, I've heard that too. Yeah, and um, but you were saying like the executives were just like, oh, he's just a tortured artist. Like let him, let him. He's of course he's quirky. But as the show, and this is what I was going to say about this new season, is um, you can tell that they've already begun to streamline the process more. Mm-hmm. They got greenlit for like 100 episodes after like season three. Yeah. And yeah. so they've said that they're, they're writing, they wrote six, seven, eight, and nine all at once. So they, or not writing, I guess the writer strike hit now, but um, they did six, they've written seven, they have the structure out for eight and nine. Mm-hmm. And that was before they all put the pens down. And so you can so tell at least they're carried through the next like year, year and a half. Yeah, maybe. yeah. The next season should be out. I don't know how the writer strike is going to affect it because I don't know actually what made it into a script yet. Sure, but sure. all the major plot and of course how long the writer strike. Like, that's something we can talk about later. Let's put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. But um, but yeah, apparently Justin Rowland was showing up even before that. He had an RC car allegedly <laughs> to one of the writers that doesn't work there anymore. They kind of spilled the beans on him, saying like we would be in the writers' room and he would bring an RC car in. With a microphone and a video camera to try to like communicate with us, and it was like, "Yo, like, do you take this seriously at all? Like, right. this is our livelihood." And as he kind of stepped away from it, the show kind of became like an actual, like it's a franchise now. It's, oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. one of the most watched, streamed things in the world. Oh yeah, like, and you know, lunchboxes and T-shirts and teddy bears. Yeah, it's and a billion-dollar franchise. And, yeah. And so as he stepped Ricky away, Morty cock rings, all that stuff. <laughs> Uh, so as he stepped away, it was uh, he had apparently a lot of artist friends that were working there, and the, the writers room would be very silly and irreverent at first, like, "Oh, I'm Mr. Tingles, and I do tinglies." Right, 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 right. And as they're becoming like, "Yo, this show's a hit. Like, we need structure." It yeah. can't just be you drunk in a in a sound booth just making voices and then going, "Now animate that." Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. But no, I dug season six a lot though, man. It was a little bit of a return to form. Uh, they kind of kept a, a couple through lines that I like. You could definitely tell that they're gearing up for it to be more structured. And uh, they so still- like so like every episode, like the, the the through line of the entire series is more prevalent throughout all of the the, the episodes. Whereas like. In like season three or four, like they might have one or two episodes that sort of touched on like the overall arc of the season, but for the yep. most, it, they were all just very disconnected or or or, or not arbitrary, but just like I know what you mean, like kind of non like non episodic, yeah, yeah non sequitur. Yeah. Like you didn't necessarily have to watch episode one to understand what happens in episode five, but you might have to see episode two to understand what happens in episode six. Yeah, and in season three, there's about four episodes in order to get the overarching thing of what's going on. Of um, it's like anything that had to do with the Council of Rex, mm-hmm. you kind of got to be on board with. Which, by the way, I think the break between season two where he gets locked up in jail. Mm-hmm. And then season three, episode one, is a fucking fire episode. What was that? What was that season three? That's the one where one? he brings down the entire Galactic Federation. Oh. Yeah. He's like, I'm just right. a stupid-ass bug. What do I know? And he brainalizes into somebody else and uh-huh. jumps all the way. He's like, and he changes, he takes the entire thing down. They're like, 
what are you going to do? Are you going to launch their nuclear codes? He's like, no, watch what your grandpa does by changing a one to a zero. And all he does is change the value of their dollar from one to, to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Which is a brilliant Beautiful. thing. Beautiful. The, the military guy starts yelling. He's like, damn it, we need to do this. He's like, wait a second. Who's paying me to yell at this guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> it all falls apart instantly. <laughs> Which is just, yeah. Um, so really, like, they kind of have certain episodes. And this one, it's not like, I don't know where the plot's going. But the overall theme is like the, the portal gun doesn't work anymore. Okay. And so it's just how he still navigates Rick and Morty adventures without a portal gun. Sure, sure. So almost like uh, what would happen in Quantum Leap if the uh, quantum machine broke down. Pretty right? much. How do you still carry the show? Right. So right. It's, it's, fuck, I, I think this is one of the, their strongest. Ziggy, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Forgot about all the Ziggy. Um, but yeah, no, I dug it, man. I would give this a... Um, Ooh, just to bring it back, I would give it three things of Mountain Dew that if you pour it over a creature, bones pop up. <laughs> and there seemed to be one solid shaped bone, you know, like a cartoon almost. So, Like a cartoon dog bone? Yeah, like a cartoon, yeah. So. No, I dug it a lot though, man. I'm actually a pretty big Rick and Morty fan. I am too, I am too. I, I, I sort of fell out with it after a little bit because... The popularity? Yeah, just... But it, it's not that I was trying to be, like, hoity-toity or, like, garage band about it. Like, oh, I liked Rick and Morty before it got popular. Just, honestly, the fan base just became really fucking annoying. A little bit, yeah. Just, like, trying to break down, like... You couldn't have a simple conversation without everybody chiming in their two cents about, like, what it meant philosophically and what Rick was trying to say. I was like, yo, dude... Rick's an asshole. He's just being an asshole. That's all it is. He's being yeah. an asshole in that scene. He's an asshole in the next episode. He's going to be an asshole in the in the in the season finale. The whole yeah. point of, the, of Rick and Morty is that Rick is always right, but he's also always an asshole. Yeah, it's no fun if you know you're right all the time, and, yeah. you're just, and you make everyone feel like shit for not knowing. This one actually, the over another overarching thing with it is you are starting to piece together his backstory a little bit, mm-hmm. and so he's hunting for a particular version of himself, and it's. Pretty fun to watch because you don't see him go full fucking throttle like this, a full mad scientist mode. So okay, okay, it's pretty good. It's a pretty strong season, man. Okay, I gotta check that out. Five I... dropped the ball a little bit on a couple, but in my but they all kind of do too. Even the episodes that I'm not a biggest fan of, there's still always some home runs in it. Um, like I thought, like season four and, or five had a couple weird ones, like with Mister Nimbus starting off, but then like that one, yeah. but the B line of of the B plot line of a. Uh, Rick, or I'm sorry, of Morty going through the time door and fighting the dog people was brilliant. I was like, I could watch this shit for an hour. <laughs> like, every time he goes through this portal, he went, to, he set a, a bottle of wine down to age it. And then apparently time goes different there. So he came back like 10 years later. And like, then he fucking went back for another one and it was whole different. But he like accidentally caused a ruckus and then that caused a ripple effect and a ripple okay, and it became okay. like the most so hated he's, so he's thing like of dropping legend. in like every 10 to 20 years oh every like thousand years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, or okay. hundreds of years and it's like you foolish old man you wait for the portal boy to return he'll never return you've wasted your life and then they return and you like kick something over <laughs> yeah it's fucking brilliant so okay. um, but yeah no I, I dig it a lot though man check it out let me know when you do yeah for sure for sure for sure other thing I watched very quickly uh, on my my adult animation kick was not Bojack Horseman not yet uh, I'm getting there I you're six episodes left sir know, you have dude. six episodes oh, I'm gonna watch it all before I do but I still got you've to never quit anything in your life except Boy Scouts baseball soccer and masturbation music yeah well not masturbation but you're really you're good at ones. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've mastered that oh man you two, are very good yeah, at it two stroke game <laughs> Oh, man. Um, (laughs) 
The other thing I did was I watched uh, Human Resources, the Big Mouth spinoff. Okay. Dig that show a lot, man. Okay. It's, it's okay. so raunchy, and just like, you just have to take the ride with it, man. But it's a uh, they got a lot of celebrities that come through. It's good. Uh, yeah, which is I think Miley Cyrus. That's is the in one it. with. Uh, it's the spinoff where Big Mouth, you have like hormone monsters and and like basically all these mythological creatures to help you through puberty. Of and the, life. The, the, and yeah, yeah, like the. What is it? The Gratitude. You have the Depression Kitty. You have uh, the Anxiety Mosquitoes. Anxiety mosquitoes. There's an Ambition Gremlin, a Logic Rock, a Love Bug. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what Hope is. Hope is just Niecy Nash. So <laughs> more of her, right, please. Right, right. Nash more Niecy Nash. Yeah. You know she's married to a woman now? Is she really? Yeah. Good for her. I was fucking, yeah. I saw someone on Pride uh, Month. Speaking of which, shout out Pride Month. Um but yeah, she was saying like, I don't know what I was doing over there with those straights all this time. <laughs> I was like, I fucking, if y'all don't know, we are huge fans of Reno 911. Yeah, we are. So anytime a Reno 911 cast member shows up, it's like... In anything? Yeah, it's like workaholics for me. If I see them boys show up in something, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Reno 911. Yeah. So. It's like, you know that scene in uh, Once, Upon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he starts snapping on the screen and he's like, mm, mm, yeah. mm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's us. That's us. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's right, Nisha Williams. She gets a free hey, pass. Hey, Jonesy. Jonesy showed up. Cedric Yarbrough, yeah, he gets another one. Fucking watching Batman. I'm like, is that Tom Lennon? Is he New Boot Goofing? He is New Boot Goofing, yeah. <laughs> new Boot Doctor Goofing? Yeah, he's apparently great at playing doctors in bit parts. So. <laughs> he's done it in a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, too. So. Um, but no, I'd, uh, it's funny, man. People talk about, like, and it, it's weird. People are like, oh, that show's woke. Who, who what? Uh, certain shows, people will say like they'll, they'll give it as a bad thing, like oh that show's woke, like yeah. Masters of the Revel or Masters of the Universe Revelations. Okay. Oh, Kevin Spacey, which is- I still have not seen, but I want to. I yeah. saw the f- the first bit of it; it was alright, but um, here nor there. Um, but people like say it like it's a bad thing. Oh, that show's woke. Here's the thing: Big Mouth, in terms of its casting, in terms of how they write episodes, mm-hmm. in terms of being very pro LGBTQ, very pro self, find yourself, be okay with yourself, love yourself. Sure. Like it's a fucking woke show in the way they cast it. There's non-binary people that are cast. There's outwardly, openly gay people that mm-hmm. are cast. There's straight white dudes. They try to cast the dis- people with disabilities, bring in actors that have disabilities, things of that nature. Hello, this is Marlene Matlin. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Marley Matlin would be okay with that joke. The family guy could If she do could it. hear it. Yeah, exactly. If she heard it, she'd laugh. Yeah, she would laugh. So, <laughs> Michael's on one tonight. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny though, but like people say it's a bad thing, but like that show was raunchy as shit. People associate like woke with like you're not allowed to be fucking funny. That show's fucking hilarious. So is Big Mouth, so like a lot of shit. Sure. And so it's like like I mean what, what do you want in a show? Like you just, my, my, all, my just problem with you that and term. five other guys are gonna sit around talking about how you can't get away with jokes anymore. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. fucking have fun writing a season. Like, but also like to to sit there and say that this is woke or that's woke or that's fine. Like, there's still comedians out there for you that aren't playing into the woke game, and that's fine. Go support them. Nobody is telling you what you have to watch or appreciate or like. If you don't like it because it's too progressive or too this or too that and even then I have a real problem with the terminology of woke yeah. because what to, what exactly does that mean it became like, something it's not supposed to be because white people took it is what it is I, I, I mean I guess but even then like so you're telling me that you want to be more inclusive in shows that sort of cater to everybody and not to one particular right. market especially in a world where there's 
11,000 different streaming services and they're all making their own content and they're all making their own corporate vision to capture your eyeballs like dude just go find the thing that you like don't worry about the thing that's too woke or too black or too latino or too gay or too this or too that there is something out there for you clint eastwood is still making movies for straight white (laughs) christian people fucking just go watch that it's fine yeah no no doubt and that's that's my issue and just to to kind of a little bit of how the sausage is made is Michael and I, we by no means, uh, we probably are racist, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're racist. We're racist in the fact that we definitely benefit from the system, and we don't really do anything to change it except for be somewhat aware of it. Sure. And that's just being real. That's being blank, like sure. point blank honesty. But a lot of the reasons why, like, we dial back on some of the things that are fucking clearly jokes are clearly jokes, like the Marley Matlin joke that right. Michael made, the little people joke at the beginning. Is my fear is that people, fucking idiots out there, will be like, they'll laugh, but they're not laughing for the same reasons that you're laughing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You make a joke about, like, hey, why do white people do this? And motherfuckers, right. yeah, these fucking crackers out here. You're like, whoa, chill out, right, buddy. Right, 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 or, right, you know, right. pick a race, whatever. Right, right. You know? Yeah, you're right. Chinese people do sound like that. Yeah, and you're like, like, whoa, hold on, bro. Like, I was doing a racist bug, Bugs Bunny caricature from the 1940s. Like, relax. Like, that's my comedic influences is cartoons and 80s movies where you could get away with taping your eyebrows or your, your eyelashes back and being like, I'm Chinese, right? Right. right. And it, I'm not saying that makes it right. I'm no, just saying that no. those are my influences. That's what I grew up on. So. Right. And, and again, like Michael said, it doesn't make it right. But it's just funny that people get so up in arms about it when like I watched a show that's a quote unquote woke show have a dick monster <laughs> spit jism at... at one of the main characters and try to bite him like and crawl up his butt like it's juvenile but I wouldn't sure. really call it woke I mean right. they tackle very real issues about inclusion about finding love about finding going through grief but they have an episode about someone going through dementia in the first season and it's mm. a fucking beautiful episode but like at the same time there's dick and fart jokes going on and everything is about you know they do a thing about World War Come in, in Big Mouth and it's this whole like Family Guy-esque like they show penises fighting the German penis and it's fucking nonsense <laughs> and so like oh but it's a woke show like get the fuck off yourself man like, yeah I mean it's if it's, you're funny enough you'll be able to say what you want and if you lack the, the point of view if your whole point is just like the Jewish people do this like that'll be funny for a little bit have fun with long term success so you and well, five other guys well, that share also, that viewpoint but also understand your audience like if if God, what's his name? Ari uh, Shafir. Ari Shafir. If Ari Shafir is doing a joke about the way Jewish people are, let him have the joke. He's also Jewish himself. But that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't need you to get offended for. Like I, I, I guess that's sort of my problem. Is that like in in any sect now, there's always this contingent that is just looking to be offended. There's always this contingent that is just going, "You can't say that." Well, no, I can say it. You might not think it's funny, and you have every right to think that it's not funny, but that doesn't negate my ability to say the things that, not even that I believe, but just that I think are funny, or that, like, I'm going for a joke. Right. The the, the thing that I'm trying to, like, I'm not trying to elicit, like, yeah, the Jewish people, right, and we should all put them on trains, right? Like, no, I'm making a joke about a certain observation, and you can find that funny and laugh at it and let it go, or you can get really up in arms about it Either way, you know, like, and he's right. That's why we need to eliminate them. Or like, you can't say those things because blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, it's, 
I don't know. I, I, I no, I, I hear you though. It's I mean, to each their own. There are certain things I wouldn't. I mean, there's a time and a place, and sometimes you can't say shit, and it's in really poor taste, and you probably should be called out about it. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's okay. You go, oh shit, I fucked up. Whoops. Well, I mean, it's like there there are certain jokes that I know, like I'm just not funny enough to say. Not to say that those are bad jokes or that they're not funny to somebody. I'm just not talented enough to pull it off and make right. it funny. You know, I got to know my audience, you know, I'm not going to just start, you know, doing a bunch of like Patrice O'Neill jokes out of the blue, you know, don't do Patrice, (laughs) you know, like, like I got to know my audience, you know, I could probably do some Dave Attell, you know, that's fine. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, But no, all that to be said, though, I just, I find it very funny that people, it's because of the, the, the culture, it's the overcompensation of cancel culture that Mm -hmm. anything that hires a diversity that's like, oh, it's a fucking woke show. It's like, man, chill out. Like. Get over yourself. Is it funny? Yes or no? Like, view it through an objective lens and get your fucking little sure. panties out of but, the way. Like, like on the flip side of that, there was you know the, the the Little Mermaid came out and they had Melissa McCarthy. Who's the, here's the funny part? You know the all everyone's like, I can't believe they made the Little Mermaid black. Sure. You know the only part that is different about her is her skin color. Yep. Still has red hair. Exact same thing. Still has the same yep. get up. Still has a flipper bottom. Well, but Hans Christian Andersen was Norwegian, and they're all historically white, so why would he write about a black mermaid? Maybe he didn't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who gives a shit? Who, you're talking about fictional characters. characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> you described to me what a mermaid looks like, and you're probably really fucking wrong. Who yeah, cares? Fu- exactly. No, this is funny. Like, literally the only thing that is different is her skin color. Yeah. And people are up in arms, but like, she saw the red hair. Like, eighty-five yeah. percent of her that is showing is fucking the exact same. <laughs> you should be mad that they took a eighty-minute movie and turned it into two and a half hour movie. Yeah. That's what you should be fucking yeah. mad about. Like, where'd all the time come from? About a woman who once again liked the movie Grease has to sacrifice everything, and the guy gives up fucking nothing right. in return. Right. That's my beef. If only I could change everything about me to be with him. And not speak my truth. Right. They're like, no, shut this well, bitch up. So like, so like, <laughs> Which is terrible. Melissa McCarthy uh, got to play Ursula, and Ursula apparently, like the original cartoon drawing, was based off of Divine, who is a uh, uh, John Waters character, uh, uh, actress. Very, very, like... Uh, uh, like OG transgender actor kind of thing. Right. And people were like, oh, well, that should have been a transgender actress. That should have been, you know, the makeup should have been done by a transgender person. Why wasn't her songs written by a trans... It's like, yo, because maybe there's just aren't enough transgender artists to go around. Maybe just, God forbid, maybe they, even doing their due diligence, they couldn't find one that they were like, yeah, that sounds great, or that looks great. Maybe they just went with the appropriate person. And it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's okay that, you know, I don't know. Like, like it, it doesn't have to, you don't have to cater to the exact origins of the character just to appease the small group right. that it's trying to appease. People making rules for it's, them. It's comic book rules. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like well, Clark Kent would never do X, Y, Z. Like, well, yeah, he would because... Because the writer just made him do it. The writer it. made him do it. So who fucking cares? Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying though. There is a, a certain overcompensation, and Bill Burr has a joke about like that's like uh, when Brian Cranston played the quadriplegic, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Well, they should have got a real quadriplegic actor," and it's like that's not fucking acting at that point. Right. And at the same point, it's like you can't be in this movie. You you died in the other movie. It's like it's acting, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. What are we talking about? So right. I, I get it, man. I'm I'm all for inclusion. Well, why can't mentioned. Christopher Reeve be Superman? Well. I got two very important reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I get it though, man. There's. 
Although bad bad joke because he did play, but you know what I'm saying. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is what it is, man. So now I uh, I just find it funny people get upset about that. And it's like, what are you really protesting? Like, sit back and think. Right. What are you really protesting? Right. Right. Like, let's be real. In the Lord of the Rings show, did J.R. All Tolkien probably write? a lot of black elves and stuff like that? Probably not. Probably not. Let's be realistic. Probably. Does it make a fucking lick of difference nope. over a fictional character? Unless you're going to get really worked up about like, well, in in chapter four, page 265, oh, <laughs> it says that he has alabaster skin. How can he have alabaster skin if he's black? Like, well, motherfucker, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I'm sorry that this version of Elf doesn't match up exactly with yeah. what you like. Sorry, it's, you know, I mispronounced the Lothlorian cliffs of... <laughs> Who of made up, a, made up. Who yeah. gives a shit? Who cares? Who cares? You get the thing. But we do. We're so guilty of this, too, Michael. We're about to shit. We're on really the- not. We're really not. How many times have they changed something in Marvel, and we've been like, you know what? I don't agree with it, but I get it. I see why they did the thing. You watched that new Craven the Hunter trailer that just dropped. God today? damn it! <laughs> did you watch it? I did. Which is I, look here. First off, we're all over the map today, so just. <laughs> Ride with us. <laughs> we're talking movies, though. Just saddle up, kiddos. Yeah, we're we're here we go. <laughs> so, to wrap up what we were saying about, yes, we're for inclusion, but also, chill out. <laughs> right, 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 right. Chill out, yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be your particular version of a character or an idea or a story. Either way, on both sides. Yeah. On both sides. Let the fucking writers do what they're going to do. Now, let's get into the writer strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, we're pro writers here, as Michael knows. Bro. Fuck yeah, we are. Hold out, do your thing, get that motherfucking internet money. Goddamn right. And also, sweet precious internet money. If you're in the uh, <laughs> directors guild or the actors guild, and you guys feel the need to uh, join the strike and end it swiftly and financially securely, go ahead, please. You could hear us clinking our plastic cups in solidarity. Right. So we're for that shit, man. Um, what were we about to talk about? The, oh, uh, hundred. Craven the Hunter. Craven Hunter, yes. Talking about taking liberties. Apparently he has eagle powers now and shit and lion powers. And he can see through the eyes of the animals. He's Beastmaster all of a sudden. Yo, what the fuck? I love that movie, dude. I am Gar. I can help you. Yeah, I'm not saying shit about Beastmaster. I was just surprised. They made Craven the Hunter. No, I'm just saying. I was like, oh, I like this movie. When it was called Beastmaster. Yeah, no, I hear you now. (laughs) At least then it had swords and sorcery and magic and like a a weird like Conan the Barbarian vibe. Kind of a He-Man vibey too. A little bit, sure, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's all—it's all the Here same. Swords and swords and sandals. Swords, yeah. yeah, it's uh. But no, man, that that shit tripped me. And I really like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I just, I, I really I, do actually. I hate how Sony is trying to build this build towards a Sinister Six by building these anti-heroes or like almost quasi-villains, and I don't give a flying fuck about any of them. Their big push is that it's rated R and it's hyper violent, which sure. is cool. He was stabbing people in the neck and yeah, stuff, which yeah, is yeah. rad. It's fine, but uh, doesn't mean it's a good movie. Yeah, but the fact that they took that liberty with Craven, like in the comics, we're about to do the thing we just hated. <laughs> That's why I said, "Get ready, we're about to do it too." So we are guilty. Listen, we are nothing if not hypocritical on the show. Look, we're not the source of fucking. If you guys are listening for absolute truth here, you, you fucking we failed thirty. It's just two episodes. men's opinions. Yeah. But, Two uh, white guys shouting at clouds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going, why Bruce Wayne can't be black, but Batman can. <laughs> Explaining why. Um, no, but uh, I don't... In the comics, he just like drinks potions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him... like. Yeah. And, and he's like domesticated wild animals because they apparently respect him. Because he runs with the wolves and all that shit. Right. But like... He's like Pocahontas, basically. Pretty much. But, like, and he's a master <laughs> hunter. And he has a pet raccoon, I guess you're saying. 
well, more or less that just like he could walk up to Anold and just be like, "You will do my bidding." And yeah, like, I respect that. Yeah, but now he can like see through the eyes of the eagles. <laughs> he gets his tiger vision. Tiger visions. Which if they just did it in that accent, <laughs> he just retconned him to not be Russian, Sergey, whatever his name <laughs> He's is, like Catalan, Spanish. Yeah. 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 I have the eagle powers. The eagle powers. I am craving the hunters. Yeah, that'd be I'd for all that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little disappointed in that trailer. I was like, man, talk about taking a liberty you didn't need to take. I mean, listen, it's it's Sony trying... They, they have to do something tangentially related to Spider-Man in order to keep the franchise alive. That so. motherfucker ran up the walls like on all fours. He ran yeah. up the side of the wall and pounced on somebody. I was like, that's not Craven the Hunter. <laughs> but to be honest, didn't you see that in... Uh, I mean, the same thing happened in Split. Yeah, but that was the nah. premise of- it's a very different thing. Very different. Yeah, the whole point of that was like he transformed one of his thing. Yeah, again, they stayed within the realm of possibility. On that one. I just was mostly like, so it, so it works for this superpower set, but not that superpower yeah, not, set. Now that was an original character. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. However, okay. fucking M Night Shyamalan writes him is fine. Okay. Not, when you have thirty-five years of backstory that you just, just ignore, I'm just pointing out once again our hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of yeah. the situation. Yeah. Now, <laughs> well, this character can run up walls, but not this one. Yeah. Now, I, look, I'm gonna probably see it because I do like Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm-hmm. But that one, I wasn't expecting that. With he gets the drop of lion, lion's blood in him after yeah. he gets left for dead, and then after he gets. They're gonna find. They're gonna find some way to tie it into Morbius. I guarantee it. It's gonna be like, well, here, this was developed. This is a a original serum developed by Doctor Michael Morbius, and if you take this, it's gonna heal you and give you equal powers. Give you the equal powers. Give you the lion visions. Yeah. So give you the speed of the cheetahs. Yeah. Strengths of the bears. Strengths of the bears. So now he's like what? Proud Star. Remember that cartoon? Yeah, I remember Proud Star. <laughs> Them boys had cowboy hats on, didn't right. they? Yeah. He had a robotic horse. Yeah, he had a that cowboy transformed. Hat. Yeah, I remember that shit. I was on man. That was around the time of Centurions. Centurions was slept on. Oh yeah, yeah. Power extreme. extreme. And yeah. they would, like you had the little modular pieces you could put on them. Yeah. Turn turn them into boats, boats and, and jets and, and spaceships submarines and, yeah yeah that shit was gangster. tanks yeah that was great that shit was shout out to 80s cartoons by yeah, the way that shit was bad <laughs> but anyways uh back to that one i was in remember a... ewok adventures remember that one yeah. <laughs> train down memory lane stops um so no i wasn't expecting that for uh that trailer though I yeah like, i mean well thrown, it threw me off a little bit i was like damn why are you doing that with craven he, he's so cool and just the fact that he's like i'm a master hunter and i'm so fucking good that i've hunted spider-man and well, yeah, buried that's, him that's alive. His whole, that's like, his whole origin story is that he's he's hunted every every major predator on the planet except for one, the superhero. And he just randomly decides Spider-Man is the ultimate superhero that is worthy of my hunt. And that's his origin story. Yeah. And so he just goes to set out and, and hunt and bring back the head of Spider-Man mounted on his wall. But they yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Because they can't touch Spider-Man. So well, that's we what makes him so intimidating. <laughs> It's like he's yeah just, he's he's like it's it's like deadliest game you know what yeah. I mean like we're all gonna hunt like just a dude who's singularly focused on this is the one that's yeah. my target so I don't know he'll drink a potion or something to make him strong or agile but it's all temporary but whatever. whatever anyway speaking of the superhero stuff while we're on it before we get off it uh, the Flash opened up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking they, of uh, they did cancel not, culture, we're yeah. about, we're so fucking hypocritical. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, listen, it's not cancel culture because I honestly it's accountability is. I, I wanted this movie to do well. I don't. I didn't want the movie to do to fail. 
I just had a lot of questions regarding like the backing of their major star. They did no press tour for it. I I wonder why. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's all accusations. Like, let's get clear here. There are some things that are still pending in court. Sure. My dude has already pleaded guilty to some of them. Sure. And, but also, I say dude, he's a they. But right. But but also, a, there, there, there's a certain there's a certain aspect of like one person telling you you're an asshole might just be yeah. somebody who doesn't like you. Two people telling you that you're an asshole. Well, that's a conspiracy. That three people, four people, eight people, right. twelve people telling that you are an asshole. You might be an asshole. Like, there's a certain point where the number of allegations start to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it at some point, it's not just, oh, they're just cashing in or they're just trying to, like, pile on to you. Like, at some point, you might be need to held, be held accountable for a lot of stuff. Yeah, what we're talking about is the star of, of The Flash, Ezra Miller, had a lot of controversies over the last two years. Everything mm-hmm. from kidnapping to coercion assault of a little charges girl to assault to, charges yeah. to burglary, which he already pleaded guilty to. Which Trespassings, like yeah, left, right, of, and center. Like cult-like activities and shit mm-hmm. that was being and child endangerment. All kinds of, just a litany of shit. You can Google that. But I just find it interesting, the fact that there were going to, some people, which I think were probably paid, had said it's the greatest superhero movie ever. Uh-huh. Like and they were like pre hype. This is this is the one. This is the one. It's so fucking good. Right. We gotta release this despite Ezra Miller. Da 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 da. And now that the reviews are out, people are like, it's all right. It's not bad, well, but when you spend as a as a corporation, when you spend what was it, two hundred and sixty million dollars, two hundred and sixty five million dollars. Yeah, two hundred million in, on the budget and sixty five on advertising. You you at that point, what is it to spend another million, million and a half to pay off certain bloggers or influencers or movie reviewers to be like, hey, I love this movie. It was great. It's it's. I never once thought about the fact that Ezra Miller assaulted somebody in Hawaii. Like, yeah. Which, by the way, DC, if you're listening and you want to send us money to do that, we yeah. will absolutely shill oh, for you. Shit. I'm not going to lie. Again, here's the hypocrisy of our, of our situation. You want us to shill for your movie? I will do it. Yeah. I am a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I I can definitely... You can get me f- for surprisingly little. Like, like, if you send me one bottle of Hennessy... <laughs> just Diet pay, Coke. Just pay for my... Just just pay for the podcast fees. Pay for my movies for the year. That's fine. I, yeah. I'm an easy date. I don't care. Yeah, for real. You show a little bit of interest, I'll give you a hand job. I don't care. <laughs> Mike was about to get us all arrested for solicitation. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think some of the reason why the movie opened up to over a four-day weekend, $55 million, which was yeah. underperformed Black Adam, which is pretty tough. Which, I mean, you and I have expressed our displeasure yeah, with, we won't Black, get into that with Black Adam. So the fact that that opened less than Black Adam did it is says, not, a great, it's not a great sign for the longevity of this series. It's, I mean, it says something that people do give a shit about Ezra Miller. And I'll be very real here. I've said it before. We're all about a redemptive arc here, but mm-hmm. not, not enough time's passed. And I don't, I have not seen any change. I mean, dude, I'm fucking all for Robert Downey. Sure. Robert Downey fucking definitely fucked up, though. You know what I mean? Well, he's put in the work to show Yeah, to, his... to show the, the behavior, change, the, excuse me, the change in behavior. Yeah, to, you know to, what I mean? to make retribution and to, yeah, to sort so of like... Yeah, it's all love. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Shit, I'm not without sin myself, so but it's just like, chill out, man. You don't just get to jump down our throats, but uh, I will say that is probably a factor, the Ezra Miller factor. Also, I, I, would, I would disagree. I would say, honestly, I think the thing that's driving this movie 
is Michael Keaton as Batman. Well, I, no, think, no. I think that this movie is really driven by a lot of people of our age who have a nostalgia factor of like, yeah, I want to see Michael Keaton as the Batman one more time. Well, you're saying the flip side of the coin. I'm saying its failure is largely the Ezra Miller aspect. Sure. And also largely in the fact that they already announced ahead of time that, that they're, they're, re- killing, that they're, they're re- killing off the DCEU. They're, ki- they're killing the DCEU and that they're rebooting it. Yeah. So like, why the fuck would I invest in like how it gets there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot, like largely a part of it too. Is like, dude, like this has no relevance to any story moving forward. So like, the fuck are we talking about right, here? Right, right, right. And so, but yes, that's why I think they did pivot into like, look how many Batman we have. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got Ben Affleck. We got we got uh, we got uh, Michael Keaton. We resurrected the corpse of Adam West. Oh, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, the Bright Knight. We're bringing it. We're bringing in George Clooney. Val Kilmer shows up and has bat nipples. It's great. I'm with it. All for that shit. So yeah, There's a scene where we have five Batman and they all just start circle jerking. Right. Weird. <laughs> so yeah. So no, I'm with you on that one. That is largely because if I were to watch the movie, I almost went this weekend Yeah. just because our power went out. And I was like, I'm not sitting around here <laughs> much a, longer. That's a good motivation to go see a movie. So we went to dinner instead. And by the time we were about to wrap up with dinner, we got the notification that our power was back. So we were like, all right. But so... So, so the only reason you didn't go see the movie is because you had something better to watch at home. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> well, I'm trying to protest the movie for Ezra Miller's sake, which I don't protest shit ever, and that shows my allegiance how flimsy. I'm, it is. I'm not even protesting. I just, I, I, I have no, dis- I, yeah. I'm not in a rush to go see it. I know eventually it's going to come onto like HBO Max or whatever, or some sort of streaming service. Yeah, it'll be on HBO so Max I'll, soon. I'll, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll catch it then. That's fine. Like. Yeah. I, it's not worth my time and effort to go spend, you know, 30 bucks to go see a movie. Yeah. No, I'm with, not this one, at least, um, in my opinion. Yeah. So. But yeah, so that's all I had on that. But uh, it's just funny. My allegiances were like, I don't really want to see it for Ezra Miller's sake. Which, again, I don't hardly protest shit. It's more just, I don't want to support it more than I do protest. I if you want to go see it, if I can go see it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I hope you enjoy the shit out of it. Truly. I, I really do. Yeah, I hope you for get sure, some, for sure. some enjoyment. Yeah. Me, I'm just, I don't really want to support it. I do want to fucking... Fucks with Michael Keaton back then. <laughs> Which you can tell, like I said, in those final trailers. They were like, Batman, 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 Supergirl, Batman, Batman, Batman. <laughs> yeah, even though he's apparently he's only in the movie for like six minutes or Apparently whatever. he's the shit, whatever, however much screen time <laughs> Everyone's like, yo, that's the dude to watch, man. Okay, so he gets the Valley Kilmer Award? Pretty much. All right, cool. I'm yeah. down. Why not? Anyways, that's all I've been watching. Trailers and other shit and playing a bunch of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, Not going well? Oh, no. It's just so much game. <laughs> I did the So old much al- time consuming. I did at the bottom of the alcoholic uh, thing where you look at the bottom of your cup, like the answer to it's there. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like swirling my water here. I have no idea what that's like because my cup's always filled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I get down to like three-fourths of a bottle of liquor, I'm out of liquor. Yeah, no. <laughs> no comment. No comment. That's a whole different conversation. I better go pick up another bottle before I get too drunk to pick up another bottle. <laughs> no comment. My anxiety set in when the second I realized it wasn't going to last to X amount of time. Uh-huh. It didn't. I couldn't even enjoy what was left because the anxiety hit. Yeah. I'm fuck. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, Zelda Tears of the King was the only other thing I got going on. All right. Um, cool. So that being said. <laughs> What you've been watching, my brother? Where's the million dollar question? <laughs> it ain't about what I've been watching. That was just one long intro. 
longest intro ever. Yes, sir. So what you been watching, my brother? Uh, other than that, I recently uh, rewatched the Bill Murray classic Groundhog's Day. See, that's that's what a hit that guy is. When you say Bill Murray classic, I still have to wait for which one you're talking about. Right, right, right. You're talking about Caddyshack? We're doing Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yep, yep. Uh, what do you think he said to her at the end of uh, Lost in Translation? You're hot, Scarlet. I bet it was just right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. No, that's a, <laughs> he whispered in her ear, so you don't want a fish sandwich? Oh, hey, that's we think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what if only in that world? <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a, it's oh, a, a fucking... it's a great movie. It's, I mean, it's, uh, Ivan Reitman directed, uh, classic '80s comedy about a man trapped in purgatory. And having to relive the same day over and over and over again until he finds love to let him out. Fine, I don't know. Is it love that lets him out, or is it I mean, good deeds, and is it his own karma, I his mean, own karmic balance? He does his understanding of the world. Once he, once it, sure, sure, it might be, it might be a combination thereof. But the iceberg uh, goes deep on this movie, so yeah, just yeah. beware. I mean, the thing that actually lets him out is when he finally admits to. Uh, Andy McDowell's character that he loves her and she admits that she loves him as well. So that's the thing like that eventually changes over into February 3rd. So technically I guess it's finding love, but also, yeah, maybe aspects of becoming a better person or like the whole person that you're supposed to be. Yeah, I I don't I think they're kind of synonymous in this one in the sense of could he be loved if he continued to be the same person? Without being getting out of your own way, can you love another person? Can you find your counterpart in another? If you what cannot is love the wind, does not the wind love the dirt? <laughs> it's the best poem ever. No, I mean, there's not much I can really say about Groundhog Day. It stood the test of time for a reason, man. It's it's fucking that good. Yeah. It, yeah, it's if somebody made an argument for that should be in one of the seven wonders of the cinematic world. I, if somebody told me that that argument. was their favorite com, uh, uh, comedy movie. I buy it. Like yeah. I, I get it. It's it's Bill Murray being affable and charming, you know, for two hours or uh, hundred and ten minutes or whatever it is. But yeah, I got really nothing to say on that movie though. I mean, it's people. The theories on that is that he is dead, in fact, and that it is purgatory. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen all these reports of yeah. like like exactly how long did Bill Murray spend it, trapped in Groundhog's Day, and I've seen like all these different analyticals from like it's 18 months to like three years or something like that. Yeah. So, there was like a thousand and some odd days or yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have evidence to prove it all or, you know what they call evidence to prove it all. But right. It, yeah. That's it's a, all open to, to interpretation, but it's, it's still a great movie. And like I said, it's, it's great eighties comedy. It's very witty, very snappy dialogue, like bad comparison, but it's very Kevin Smith in terms of it's very dialogue and, and character driven. It's, it's a very much a talking head movie of just two people having a conversation. There's not a lot of like slapstick or set up punchline jokes. It's mostly like you said, it's just Bill Murray. Like, Hey, roll on this. Yeah. And here's the yeah. script. Have fun with it. Kind right. Of thing. Yeah. But he's never really been like a punchline kind of guy. He's more like a witty retort. Yeah. I'm the yeah. smartest guy in the room thing. Kind of like proto Ryan Reynolds or, or a little bit actually, Rob yeah. McElhaney or something like that. Just yeah, in terms a little bit of, Ryan Reynolds y, but not yeah. as not as not sardonic. As yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not as uh acidic. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He's just like I'm the smartest one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. Uh, so what else you want to talk about with uh the So been watching uh Groundhog's Day, uh, the Ivan <laughs> Reitman classic, uh, classic 80s movie. Hand in mine. 
What time does he wake up every day? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. Yep. I got you, baby. That's right. I got you. Yeah. No, it's a, every time I hear that song, it's... I was waiting for you to ask me again. So what you been watching? I was going to yeah. do the whole thing yeah, again. No, we, <laughs> we did that on the interwebs. Or you, no, you did that on the interwebs. Right. <laughs> for a month yeah, straight. for like a month straight. <laughs> it was great. Michael on his personal Facebook account. It's Groundhog Day. People are like, stop. Some people are like, this is so funny. And then it became stop. And then it became funny again. I was just like, hey, keep going as long it as It was you. a great social experiment. Literally for the entire month of, of February, every Facebook post, start, I started off every day with, it's Groundhog's Day, and at first people were on board, and then they jumped ship and were totally against me, and then, please stop, when will the madness stop, and then, oh, it's funny again, and then, no, And they just the lose madness. interest. Right, 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 right. <laughs> How long will this go on? I was like, if I can make it stretch till... Groundhog's Day of next year, I'll have done my part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, uh, but yeah, that's got nothing to say on that movie. I, I fucking, like, yeah. what What more can be said about it? And that's right. not, like, mean or anything. He has, that, he has that great line where he's talking to Andy McDowell and he's trying to explain the situation of how he's trapped in, in the same day over and over and over again. And she goes, like, so you're God. And he goes, I'm not God. I'm a God. I don't think I'm the God. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, you know what it was another good time loop movie? I don't know if you saw it or not. Looper? I like Looper a lot. But no, the trapped in the same day kind of situation, the sure. time paradox. Uh, the movie came out with Andy Samberg, uh, Palm Springs. Oh. Actually, pretty good movie. Okay. What's, actually, what's, what's the pitch? Ultimately, this guy, uh, I forget who the, the female protagonist is, um, Oh, it's like Allison Brie or, or no. Uh, it looks a lot like Allison Brie, but it's not. It's so Kmart Allison Brie. <laughs> yeah, no, she's funny though. Um, but ultimately, this guy, the premise is they go to a, a wedding and mm-hmm. he's there, and she, this this the main protagonist lady's there, and uh, eventually she goes into a cave with this guy, and that's where the time loop happens. And then she wakes up, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! You weren't supposed to do this. I trapped another person too." And so they ultimately it's oh so he's already trapped he's already been trapped for a long time and and then accidentally brings her in yeah accidentally brings her in because they hook up or whatever okay uh, okay and then it's so he's what just going to like every bridesmaid in the wedding and just banging them all he runs through everybody okay he he can't every time he kills himself he wakes no matter how he's like I've tried to stay awake for a week at a time eventually every time I fall asleep or die or whatever it might be I'm back I'm back in it okay yeah okay um. And so it's her kind of at first enjoying it of like, oh shit, immortality. And then it's, you find out that, you know, you want me to spoil it or? I mean, yeah, talk about it. It's a good movie. It's still worth a watch. But, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. She, he kind of always had her eye on, on her and he didn't, he kind of roped her into getting trapped in it as well. Okay. But he loves her like by this point. He's like, I've seen you a million times every day and like you're the highlight of my day every day and he truly loves her. But again, he's kind of a god. And uh, at some point you find out, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, um, J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, right, right. He's been trapped too, and that's his nemesis. And so he'll just show up randomly and kill Andy Samberg in okay. horrific fashion and <laughs> kidnap him and beat the shit. And like they have this game of cat and mouse going on too because he's trapped and he's like rooting for him to get out. But yeah, so it's okay. So it's eventually she kind of breaks off and is like, "You fucking asshole," and whatever, whatever. And then they try to figure out a way out of it. So. It's good. It's a good time loop movie. If you haven't seen it. It's called Palm Springs, though. Uh, I believe the actress's name is Christine Melody. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> I was off off mic. I was like, is this Christina Melody or something like that? But Christina Milian. I was also just thinking Christina of Applegate. Chris Maloney. 
Chris Maloney? Who's always on my Was mind. it Chris Maloney? It was. He's that good. He's that good. <laughs> yeah. He really is. He played a hot 23-year-old. Yeah. yeah. But no, really, if you have an, uh, if you have an interest in um, Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. good time with movie, man. Definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. So. Okay. But yeah, I got nothing to say on Groundhog It's a fucking all-time classic. Is can be watched any time of the year. Uh, Bill Murray at the peak of his Bill Murraydom. Yeah. So. I mean, this was, this was right on the heels of, you know, Ghostbusters and Stripes and... I mean, just, I mean, you, you look at his history, you know, he did Caddyshack, then followed up with Stripes, and then followed up with Meatballs, and then followed up with Ghostbusters, and then it goes into this, and then, you know, goes away for a while, and One totally my... revamps his career to where he's like a serious dramatic actor now, you know, d- doing all the Wes Anderson films. Yeah, he also, I think, allegedly dodged a lot of, of uh, uh, harassment charges, I think. Listen... Well, that's my, my favorite line in Zombieland as we plow ahead is when he's like, oh, we're going to go to a celebrity's house. I'm talking. He's like, oh, we're going to go to Michael Jackson's house? He goes, B-lister compared to this guy. <laughs> yeah. B-lister compared to this guy. I just love when he's dying. Like, after Woody Harrelson shoots, after Tallahassee shoots him, he's like, so do you do you have any regrets? He's like, I don't know. Garfield, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tallahassee doesn't shoot him, by the way. What's his name? Oh, uh, Jesse uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Not Montana. uh, Cincinnati. Wichita. Cleveland. I don't know. One of those Ohio cities. It's fucking Jesse Eisenberg. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Anyways, what else have you been watching? Cheap-ass Michael (laughs) Sarah. I like Michael Sarah. Okay. Hey, man. Fucking, uh, uh, what's the one movie he did? Um, The Edgar Wright film. About the the ex the ex the ex boyfriends, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, fucking yes. great movie, man. Super bad's a great movie. It's too yeah, but he but he's not the one that makes that movie though. By the way, whatever, just give him the win, give him okay. the victory. You weren't in it. What else have you been watching, my guy? Oh man, after that I saw. Uh, oh, I watched the uh, Shane Black joint, The Nice Guys. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. No, no, oh. no, not Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. The we nice do need guys. a deep dive Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That might be our next uh, true deep dive. True deep dive Everything movie. right about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's right. <laughs> Everything banging about Kiss, yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So I'm trying not to do too many parallels here, but yeah. But yeah, uh, The Nice Guys starring, uh, sorry, not Ryan Felipe. Um, the Gladiator. Uh, no, him, Russell, Russell Crowe, but also Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Thank he, you. He was, I, I can never keep Ryan Gosling and Ryan Felipe straight in my head. I don't head. know why. It's, Gosling is on our wall of fame. Matthew put him up there. He's up there next to Renner right now. Oh, I see. Oh, you're right. So be careful. All I have baby to do goose. is look behind me. Just look at the baby goose and think of the baby goose and we're, we're good. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew it's and, actually a statue of a baby goose. It is. And it's not a rubber ducky. Because <laughs> we don't know aminals that well. <laughs> it's um, this unwhiskered catfish. Unwhiskered winged fish. Um <laughs> No, I fucking love the nice guys, man. Uh, we mentioned it on here before, um, but his commitment to slapstick on that. Oh, uh, not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, uh, Ryan, Baby Goose. <laughs> Baby Goose. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, La La Land. <laughs> Talking about Emma Stone? Yeah, Emma Stone, yeah. No, his commitment to the slapstick in this is fucking bar none, man. Oh, yeah. When yeah, he flips he's... off the balcony after he gets fake shot three times, he's like, boom, ah. Yeah, like, he meets, he meets back, the porn star at the, at the uh, sex party. and she. So it's basically, all right, so it started in the beginning. It's basically a 70s uh, detective thriller where they're looking for a missing girl who may or may not have ties to the porn industry and also sort of bring down the automotive industry. It's one of those like really classic whodunits. 
uh, where as the movie goes on, the, the levels of intrigue just keep building. Um, twists on twists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it in, in, in the best way, like the story keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper as the mystery keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. And they're not, they kind of become along for the ride for it. Russell Crowe plays a, a grizzled detective and uh, Ryan Gosling, he's a detective also. He's just a numbskull, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just kind of the, the yeah, in, in the added Costello of it all, he would be the, the, the uh, Costello. Like he would be the, the goofy man, whereas uh, Russell Crowe would be more of the straight man, sort of. So, yeah, no, I. I gotta. This dialogue in this movie is so fun. You talk about if you're a dialogue talking heads guy. Yeah. Yes, the slapstick is on point, and Gosling commits he, to the bits he entirely. He down the hill and like smashes his head against a tree and starts reaching into his pocket and looking for cigarettes. And he spends like it's this whole drawn out scene where you're just you're you're waiting for him to light the cigarette, light the cigarette, light the cigarette. And then as soon as he lights it and leans to his right, he sees a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> Every time a gunshot goes off, he's like. Oh, oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Every time somebody shoots at him, he's just like. Man. Yeah. I've told you. I put you on that movie a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to watch it. It's been a it while was worth since it. I've seen it. It was worth it. It's... I, I, I think it. I think it's, it's, it's unfortunately weighed down by its own tone like it it can't find whether it wants to be a true detective noir or whether it wants to be a slapstick buddy comedy and it sort of wavers the line without falling too directly on either one it's a spiritual successor to kiss kiss bang bang sure sure i'll say this about the nice guys the same way i'll and i mean this in this is a compliment in the same way that kiss kiss bang bang is I'll be honest, I get lost in the plot because there are a lot of twists and turns. And I'm sure if I really took the time to like put it out on a board, I don't think it's that complicated. If sure. I were like write down all the characters' names, this did this, did this, leads to... It probably isn't that bad. I just don't care because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. dialogue is so fast. Yeah, yeah. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang... I've seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang probably 30 times. I, don't, I still don't know what happens. I just know that fucking Downey and Val Kilmer together... Or the most charismatic fucking group, and I'm pivoting into talking about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, right. and I don't want to do it. Why do they call you Gay Tony? Well, it might have something to do with I don't know, like false accusations, or I don't know, just you know, some people like to call you things, or maybe it's the fact that I really like sucking dick. Yeah, it's Gay Perry, but yeah, Gay yeah. Perry, yes, yeah. No, but this movie is very much so the spiritual. Maybe success. it's the fact that I'm really fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is that? You could probably tell. No, me. you got it. You're, yeah, you're about ninety yeah. percent there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, the nice guys is very much so like that. I I forget the the who did what and how who's connected to who because it's I mean very... it's, it's it's closely connected to the seventies automotive industry, and I guess there was a big scandal about you know cars not meeting EPA regulations and getting bribing off politicians and senators in order to like change the EPA. So I don't know. I wasn't born yet. I wasn't living in California at the time. I don't give a fuck. I just know that Russell Crowe and Ryan Felipe are hilarious. <laughs> Ryan Goose. <laughs> yeah, no, I I recommend that movie to anybody who hasn't seen it. I give it uh, nineteen. No, I give it a seventy-two Deuce, which is a great car. Mm-hmm. A Deuce mm-hmm. and a quarter, the mm-hmm. old two-two-five. What you know about that? It's a fucking I great. I got looking... my Deuce, Deuce. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, go just Google a seventy-two Deuce, and you'll see a fucking dream of a car. Beautiful. I'm going to give it 
11 pairs of 70 porn stars boobies. Because that's oh, nice. exactly how many you see. I counted. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for doing so the hard an, work. So it's an accurate count. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for doing That's a spot on. Yeah. How many areolas, Michael? <laughs> well, that's one. Oh, so now, so now they're doubled. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> and then I got to remember, was that two nipples or one in yeah, the scene? I, I got to like, are we talking side boob, under yeah. boob? Does that count? Yeah. Well, the math continues. Shit. No, I, I did. Glenn, help me. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane Black, the director, writer of this movie, also did Iron Man 3. And also Predator. And yeah, the new Predator. Well, and also yeah, original he wrote Predator. The, yeah, he wrote the first Predator. Um, he did the spec script for uh, Lethal Weapon. No, no, he wrote Lethal Weapon. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it turned. It, it was a spec script, and then they ended up turning yeah, it into giving yeah, it to Richard yeah, yeah. Donner. And Richard Donner, yeah. Was that Richard Donner? Yeah, Richard Donner did Lethal God Weapon. Damn. Yeah. Really? Superman's yeah. Richard Donner? Superman, Richard Donner, Dick Donner joint. Yep. Okay. Did Lethal Weapon, man. Yeah. God damn. So, yeah, Shane Black has some, some bona fides under him, and also wrote and directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is just a classic around here, right. which we will do a deep dive on one day. But, um, Perfect, I, I'm a it's fan, the perfect man. juxtaposition of Robert Downey Jr.'s and Valley Kilmer's. I'm telling you, dude. That that's, is, where, that's, where the, that's where the glory meets. That movie is special to us because that Key and Peele sketch that they're talking about where Robert Downey's on this trajectory and Val Kilmer's on this trajectory. We've done it on the we've done the bit on the show before, but um that bit is kind of loosely of like the, the initial envision of what Michael and I had of our <laughs> podcast was just those two valets and the Key and Peel uh, right. on Key and Peel. Was those two, and so that sketch is the one that was like, "Holy fuck, that is us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, "Is that what it's like when other people watch us have a conversation? Is that is yeah. that is, is this feeling that I'm feeling? How other people feel watching us?" And the <laughs> fact like, that, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And the fact that they brought up "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang" in that sketch, which Michael and I for some reason were like, "You saw that? I saw that too. That movie fucking rules!" <laughs> like, why did no one? Why haven't we talked about this before? So that. <laughs> Those movies hold a, all of Shane Black's movies for that reason hold a very special place in my heart. Plus, I fucked with Iron Man three a lot. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got for out of me on the nice guys, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Or, I mean, it's it's worth a look. It's 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 a really fun detective comedy that is very snap. It's it's very so snappy, so snappy dialogue, but it's also got a really dark underlying theme to it I mean essentially it's all about two bumbling idiots who are just trying to make the best that they can and it as much as they help each other out and and sort of like one person's faults become negates the other one person's faults negates the other person's like positives they're both still so so in the negative and so like yeah. they're so dead <laughs> They're, they're, they're both just a detriment to each other. And the whole case, really. And the whole case, really. And, like, the fact that they stumble into success is just, it's worth the watch. Like, how bad can these guys fail upwards? I, I will say this. I think, personally, that movie, The Nice Guys, should have gotten nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. In my opinion. Okay. For that year. Okay. When, I, when that movie came out and I saw it in theater. In what terms what of year a, was that? Fuck me. Uh, I don't remember. I have 14 or 15, I think. Okay. Okay. Maybe No, it might have been before. It was... That sounds about right. Yeah, either way. Whenever it came out. I remember watching it in theaters um, at the time. And uh, I just remember thinking, like, this shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I didn't see a movie that year that really was comparable to that. It is very unique. It, it definitely yeah. does have its own style in terms of, like... 
In the, the, the only other thing you could compare it to is another Shane Black movie. Exactly. And the same reason why, and I, I'm also a big fan of Ryan Johnson, like how Knives Out, when that came out, mm-hmm. was nominated. And I think it won for, yeah, it did. It won for Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. And it fucking well deserved it. It was like, I haven't seen anything like that. Like, tonally, I don't know anybody else I could pull this off. I still off. haven't seen anything like that because I haven't seen it. Fucking, I recommend that too. <laughs> I recommend that too. I haven't seen the new one, but yeah. But, I, but uh, Nice Guys, I think it's, even if you're just a fan of writing, just check it out, man. The script alone is pretty, it gets away from them a little bit, but in terms of originality, I, I'm a big, big advocate for yeah, it. So. Yeah. Um, it, it in, in the best way, there's always something new happening, like... A, even when they're working the case and it should be like the middle of the movie where it's the, the, the like the slog of exposition in terms of like, well, we got to go meet this guy at this time to get this information. He's going to lead us to this chick who's going to give us this piece of information. Like even through the whole expository figuring out the case segment, it's still funny and it still holds your attention be, because of not only like the dynamic between the characters, like two polar opposites. It's very much so Russell Crowe. As they're doing this, it's Russell Crowe will say something. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. And ultimately, I'm, I'm wrapping up their relationship very quickly, but it's, you're a fucking idiot. I know you are, but what am I? Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And while they're doing and an me- exposition And then dump. somehow, meanwhile, you know, uh, Ryan Dunn seems to like... Ryan Dunn. <laughs> seems to fail upwards and, and find the one piece of the clue that leads them to the next suspect. You right. Know? So the parts that should drag in a whodunit, it, it still seems to be quippy. Which right. actually reminds me, I just saw a play the other day. Oh. I went to... Hey, uh, what you been playing? Yeah, how you been playing? Which, I've been theater. It was close enough to a movie. <laughs> Uh, shout out I just want to give a shout out to the local theater scene I have not been to a play in a very long time we saw a play at the Tallahassee Theater called The Play Goes Wrong oh fucking laugh out loud yeah yeah it's it's very improvisational it's It's definitely not improvisational but it's uh, it's 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 laugh out loud funny it's a it's it's a theater company putting on a mystery but as the the mystery is going on of the play they're putting on Uh everything goes wrong Props start to fall. People forget lines. It's fucking laugh out loud. So it's like the Muppets. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. it's Monty Python meets Sherlock Holmes is, is how it's described. That's a great elevator pitch. And it's fucking that great. That sounds yeah. great. I want to so watch that. It reminded me some of the, the slapstickiness of it. The reason that came to my mind, actually, was because some of the slapstickiness reminds me of the nice guys and vice versa. Okay. In terms of some of the... the like, dude goes to pull a gun and, like, just drops it on the floor. Yeah. And has to, like, have the awkward moment of, like, oh, this is supposed to be the dramatic moment where I pull the gun on everybody. Yeah. Everybody's surprised. But, like, nobody see me. No. Yeah. Very look much. away. Yeah. Look away. Yeah. Very nobody much. look at my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very much so that. So, I just want to give a shout out to the Tallahassee Theater real quick. So. Right. And uh, so slapstick good Tallahassee Little Theater. Yeah. It used to be the Young Actors Theater, but now mm-hmm. it's just Tallahassee Theater, so. Anyways, that's enough out of me. Uh, go watch the nice guys. Go watch a movie, man, and talk about it with somebody that you love. Deuces. Welcome to Bearcast. Today we're going to be talking about seeds. So delicious. <laughs> I love them. I find about the ones. Should we actually just call this Bearcast? <laughs> what you've been watching, companion? <laughs> Do a podcast where we talk about. What people don't know is that we actually do sit around and talk about the podcast. <laughs> when you said that thing about K, 
No, no, no. Everything we come up with is right off the top of our head. Yeah, never. You hear some crinkling, by the way. That's me fucking with this piece of paper. You want me to record all this? Oh, I thought you were already. No, I am. Oh, yeah, no, let her ride, man. <laughs> okay, let her ride. I just don't know that I need to hear the actual creation. <laughs> Are you recording on top of the other one? No. Or is this a new one? Okay. Brother. I know. Like, what kind of producer, director, head showrunner do you think I am here, sir? Let me just shoot myself right in the dick. On camera? <laughs> I mean, if it'll get us hits, why not? <laughs> here, read me this combination of, of letters. Because I'm going to constantly forget it. One, they're still going to hear paper rust. That's fine. So anyways, I come out blasting. Anyways, I come out blasting. <laughs> All right. Um, so, where's our, our notebook filled with... I don't know, I just said it. I just gave it to you. Is this the same one? Yeah. It's gotta be. No? I promise you it is. I promise you. It's a different notebook, sir. Nah, son. It was thicker. Sure. Yeah. It's right there. It's up there. Uh, Top of your drink. It is. All right. I lied. I'm telling fictitious tales. Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. All right. It was my first Asian. It was my first Asian. All right. So I think let's just start with some of the one seeds. We'll get as much of the seeding done as we can. Yep. Can we both agree that Godfather 2 is an A? Oh, yeah. And should be a one seed. Yep. I'm going to put it in first, just off the rip. I don't know. It's too direct. Like, you kind of want to judge it up visually. Oh, I know. Like, I'm just, okay. I'm okay. just gotcha. this isn't the final version. Okay. We're just okay. Okay. putting okay. ones where ones are going to go. Gotcha. And we, gotcha. Gotcha. we gotcha. can pivot later. It's just easier to look at it when you see yep. it all spelled out. All right. So I think we have four one seeds and we have a bunch of A's. We have, I'll, just, I'll read off some A's and just make a mental note. All right. So Godfather, I think we both agree is a one seed. Godfather 2. All right. We have Terminator 2 as an A. I think that might be a B. Okay. It's about as high as B possible you can get. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, Well, we're talking sequels, yeah. Um, All right, so Terminator 2 is an A. (coughs) Aliens is an A. See, I would argue that that might be the highest B possible. What, Aliens? Aliens. I think Terminator 2 actually is an A seed. Okay. Spider-Man 2. Mm, okay. That's an A. I'm just reading off the A seeds. The Dark Knight. That's definitely an A seed. Empire. I think that's definitely a one a seed. seed. I yeah. think that's a one yeah, seed. Yeah, that's that's anyway. a one seed for sure. Okay. I'll yeah. put him over Empire. here. Empire, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think that's a one seed, personally. I, I Quite frankly, I think that's probably going to be the one to be. It's going to be really hard. My, maybe, maybe Godfather 2, but... Godfather 2's are... I, I think some of these, we really do need to go back and watch some of them, but like uh, Godfather 2 is a fucking really good movie. Like, it is. It's a it really is. good movie. I, I can't I, blame it for length or anything. Like I, but. I, I can because I think it goes on a little too long, but... Okay. I think we also need to watch Paddington 2. <laughs> I have not seen Paddington 1. I'm going to yeah. be missing out on everything. Yeah. I haven't seen Aliens in a very long time. So That's I, worth I, it. Yeah, I'm going to. It's on the list. Um... Let's see another. Okay, where I left off. Top Gun, Maver- uh, Mad Max, Fury Road, or that's Road pretty, Warrior. That's a pretty hard. Okay, so, so that's the one. So, so are we talking direct sequels? Like it has to be the nope. second? Okay, nope. you can put Infinity War in here. 
Okay, because it's a sequel it has to, to be a sequel. Yeah, got you, got you. I, we, let's try to limit it to like I don't want to do Endgame and Infinity War. So no, no, no. I think we need to. We like, can maybe highlight. couple those together, but like they're kind of a two parter. But even then, I think we need to. Pick well, one. because eventually, what it's going to come down to is if we have both of them in there, it's going to come down to which is better, Infinity War yeah. or Endgame. I'm fine. Th- that's going to be the final two. You know, I'm fine using Infinity War for the sake of this. I think that's a B seed, personally. But either way, well, let's just okay. focus on one at a time. So, Mad Max. I'm just gonna read the A seeds again: Godfather Two, Terminator Two, Aliens, Spider Man Two, Dark Knight, Empire, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. or Road Warrior, whichever you pick. Blade Runner 2049, I think, is a one seed. I don't think it's a one seed, but it's definitely an A. That's that's high up there. Lord yeah. of the Rings: Return of the King. Uh, let's see. What so else. just because it's a, it, just because it's an A doesn't necessarily mean it's a one, one C. C. No, no, okay, no. A it. is A. We're looking at A is going to be one through four. B is going to be five through. Gotcha. Okay. You know, gotcha. So gotcha. 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 A okay. through D, pretty much. Okay. Um. All right. So Return of the King. That's probably in maybe not so maybe a two, two or three yeah. seed. Yeah. National Lamp. Oh no, that's I'm sorry. Uh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. It's an A slash B. Yeah. Bride of Frankenstein. I've never seen it. I don't want to just go off what the critics say, but I, I, everyone I, says it's like I don't think it's I don't think it's a a an A seed. I think that might be again like one of the highest B seeds possible. Well, like it's it's definitely number six or seven seed for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, I'd have to watch. Um, we have a Die Hard sequel. We have I'll put that yeah, as a I think C that's, maybe. Yeah, that's probably a C. Avengers Infinity. That's, I think that's an A personally. Infinity War. Yeah, maybe not a one or two seed, but maybe a four a, or five. Then. Yeah. Uh, Superman, oh no, I'm just reading, reading ACs, which you have an A, which you have down for an A. Matrix 2, you have that as an A seed. I'm very surprised to hear that. I mean, I I think the the stuff with the architect where he explains I how the Matrix yeah. works is brilliant. I know a lot of people shit on that yeah. for that movie, but... Yeah. Um, so, But you could probably argue I that could, to be I a B seed. Yeah. And I think that's all the A's we have. Yeah, all we need is yeah twelve Matrix two. We can pick another one. Um, but that I mean that so yeah, there's 12, that's yeah, one it's through one five two, on one, one two, two three, three four. four so we need twenty A seeds, right? Let's just let's just focus on the one seeds right now. So of those, well, well that's what I'm saying. But 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 like as long as we have twenty A's, yeah, we're yeah. Then that covers everything. So just write them down, like. Okay, I, I, see, I see what you're yeah. saying. Let's focus yeah, yeah. in on the one seeds first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. let's just do the one seeds. So okay. of those, one, Empire is up there. We have Empire, Godfather, Godfather. Two right I would argue Terminator Two is probably one seed. I don't mind putting T two as a, as a one seed. Uh, and then I mean, I'm, I'm having not seen Paddington Two, although it might be the most brilliant movie ever. Again, I, Paddington One is really fucking good. I you'll surprise still you'll, you'll surprisingly be locked in. Like I really. In terms of, a, you have to remember, it's a family movie. It's, sure. It pulls at the heartstrings. You know what I'll do? I'll go watch Cocaine Bear tomorrow, <laughs> and then I'll sit down and watch, watch Paddington, Paddington, and yeah, we'll, I'll have a bear fest. Okay. Welcome to Bear Fest. Welcome to Bear Fest. <laughs> so um, then we're talking about cocaine and raincoats. I wouldn't... I like I like putting jam. I like putting jam. As a one seed, though, I wouldn't mind... Let's see, we got Terminator 2... I wouldn't mind either. I mean, like, we have to base it off of stuff that we've seen. Like, just yeah. we have to. There's no other way to do this, right? Like, um, it may it might be brilliant, but if I haven't seen it, right, then... we might have to take it off the board. Um, I wouldn't mind Mad Max Fury Road being being a one seed. I honestly think that Fury Road is a better better movie than I think, uh, Road Warrior. I do too. But 
you'll never hear me say that on a traditional podcast. So right. Right. <laughs> I um, just love gay biker boys and a dude in a hockey mask with a bumping body. I'm with Big you. old meaty men just bumping shit. I'm fine putting. I think Mad, Mad Max, Max Fury Road is yeah. Uh, personally, uh, one or we two, can change it. one we or change two. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I said, we got to iron it out. We're on. Yeah, I don't necessarily know that it's a one seed. Like you could make an argument, but it's or aliens. Could be a one seed. See, I think aliens is probably a better one seed. I'm fine with that. Um, okay, I think in our two seeds, I, personally, Mad Max. I'm fine with that. We'll, yeah, uh, two seeds are down here. I'm Fury Road. And again, it might come down to we Mad might, Max versus Aliens, and I'm and, totally okay with that. Yeah, That's Mad fine. Ma- okay, so let's check this off. Terminator, Aliens. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, I am fine with... I think a Return of the King needs to... It's won 11 fucking Oscars. It's, it's got to be a one or a two. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'd be doing it... Whether my feelings about it... It's as not movie, my personal favorite, which is the only reason why I would say it's it's a two-seed. But, but we, we have to be somewhat objective about Oh, of about course. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? of course, like, of course. It, can't, just, it can't all be personal preference. Or I'll show enough would have won the entire tournament. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Because I would have edited it back in. <laughs> no. And you would have been like, Clever Lang wins it all. That's right. Yeah, I'm fine with... What did I just say as a two-seed? Um, oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Return of the King. Or no, not... Yeah, yeah Return, Return of the King. Of the King. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta go Return of the King. Although, I don't know. The Battle of Helm's Deep was pretty dope. Dude. I don't know. I... Although, they did have ghost pirates in... It was fucking... Like... Yeah. You can't... I mean, it, it's really fateful. Yeah. it's. I think it's Return of the King. Um, okay. Uh... All I remember about that movie is on the, like, seventh ending when they were showing the ships and you, you, you leaning forward in the theater just being like... Yeah. Like, trying to, to sail blow through. Through. Like, right, Let's go. Go. Go, roll the credits. Yeah, oh, my God. Cool. Which is incredibly faithful to the book because apparently it reaches its climax about like just over halfway through. Yeah. And then it's like the last 40% of that book is just all like, and here's what's going on now. And you're right. like, fuck me. All right. So we got Lord of the Unless we're going to show F- Sam totally fuck Frodo yeah. in the mouth. Let's move it along. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Lord that. Lord of the okay. Cock Rings. Yeah. I'm, with it. <laughs> I'm totally with it. Um, okay, I think we got to do some two seats here. We got Alien, uh, Lord of the Rings. We got Fury Road as a two seat. Sure, sure, sure. Wrath of Khan might be a, that's like a, a two or three, four seat. or five. I think. You think? I think okay. It's a four. Personally, but we'll see. Okay. Um, Spider Man Two is a really fucking good movie. In terms of sequels, man, it's a two or three. You you could make an argument um, for two, yeah. but Toy Stories are up there too. Oh, Toy Story yeah. Three is a really good movie. Oh yeah, Toy Story Three. That might be it's a fucking really good movie. The opening of Toy Story 3 alone is just like, oh shit, you could have rolled credits. And they're like, we're just looking for two seeds right now. Talk okay. to me, Goose. I mean, Top Gun Maverick might be a two-seater. Dude, it's in terms of sequels... It might be a two-seater. I, I, I think be. I gotta give it its due, man. It, yeah. I mean... In terms of sequels, like, that's a pretty dope sequel. It, it gives you exactly what you want. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah, whether you love... Ooh, do we have Dark Knight as a two-seed? No, but I, it seat. should be. Yeah. It should be a two yeah. seat. Like in love or hate in the movie. Yeah, yeah. In terms just, of, it, again, in terms of credibility and just keeping it objective. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, again, we've shit on Chris Nolan enough. We, I do. It's weird. I shit on him a lot. I do love The Dark Knight, and I will always I, watch a Chris Nolan movie. Me he, too. He, he's starting to middle finger the audience in the sense of just like. Hey, I understand what's going on, but it's going to look cool, but fuck you. I don't respect you. It's yeah, it's, it's weird in terms of like, I don't understand 
like as a director, he definitely has an auteur vision. Like you, like you know a Chris Nolan movie when you watch it. Right. But in the same breath, so same thing with Kevin Smith. So like, yeah. why does one get more credibility than the other? When like, I kind of like like I like elements of both. Of, like I don't know. Like I'm not going to sit there and say that like. Kevin Smith is as good as a director. Well, in terms of having a style, yeah. I don't, right, I don't right. Think but, but in terms but... of, like, you know what movie you're watching with a Kevin Smith movie, just like right. you know what you're watching with, like, a Sam Raimi movie or an Ivan Reitman movie or a, a whoever. You know? Who, yeah, fill in the blank. I think what we're going to do, though, for James Bond, I think we should nominate Goldfinger as the sequel or Skyfall. That's... One of the, It's got to be Goldfinger or Skyfall. I'm actually okay with having both of those because we're going to have more than one Marvel movie. So in in essence, like, because at least then we get old school James Bond and modern James Bond. So at least then, like, there's a little bit of... Because in my personal... I don't want them necessarily in the same seed. Yeah, in the same side of the... But, like, if we put one on the left side and one on the right side and see how it works out, I'm okay with that. Okay. Because um, I, I agree, I think Goldfinger, as far as like classic Bond, is pretty hard to beat. But also Skyfall, in terms of modern it's a Bond, really good Bond, is movie. really good. It's really is good really hard movie. to beat. So at least then we can have different res- representation of both. Yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, okay. By the way, Kevin from um, uh, uh, Cap City Video Lounge, uh-huh. he'll be mad if we don't put um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre no, too. Yeah, yeah, he'll be very upset. I, I might have to put that on just to. Not that's probably for me. Story. Honestly, for me, that's probably a C or D seed. Like I, I understand. It's a D that. to me. Like, yeah, I, that movie was a panic attack. <laughs> I'll put it up here, but yeah. Um, all right, so we're still on. We got our two seeds done. Let's go on to three seeds. What do you think is a three seed? We're starting. We still got some A's left up here. Spider Man Two. I think one of the Toy Stories. I'm gonna call my friend Jay Javis, the guy who does the conscious approach. He is the expert on all things Toy Story. Okay. I'm gonna ask him. Honest to God, of the sequels, which is the best one. Yeah. Right, so eliminating just the first one. Yeah, because I, I, to be honest, I haven't finished four. It was a, I got more than, probably, I don't think I've seen four. Four was really good. It was just, there was teenagers sitting right next to us, and I couldn't even, like, they were yelling Are across they us. out? No, 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 they were, <laughs> I, if it was a kid, like, I understand it's a kid's movie, and if it's kids being sure. kids, like, seven, eight, like, elementary, even middle school, okay. But these are just, like, I was being on my high horse. No, I and I could. I honestly just couldn't enjoy the movie. It was when I went like, and saw Thor yeah. Ragnarok, I was sitting right right in front of a couple of like I don't know. They could have been maybe fourteen, fifteen, but they were narrating the movie as it was happening. Like, oh yeah, he gonna go get that axe. Oh yeah, he's doing that. Like, I was like, hey guys, we see what's happening. Can yeah, yeah. can you guys just tone it down? You're at an eight. I need you to at least a four. four. Yep. I so um, three seeds. I'm. I think we should put a a Toy Story in there. I mean, Toy Story 3 for me is probably the best. I'll, I'll just I, put Toy Story for now. We can fill in that blank later. Okay. And we my, just need to make sure that we specify which yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which one? Where do you want it? You tell me which one. Right here, we got Terminator 2, Top Gun. Ah, let's put it over here. Let's do Toy okay. Story. Right okay. Um, Spider-Man 2 has got to be a three seed. Yeah, that's pretty hard to beat. I can put it right here. Yep. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2. Uh, I saw okay. an interview with Julie Delty. Who was that? The chick from American Werewolf in Paris and Before Sunset and After Sunrise and like you you've seen her. She I'm sure I have. famous French actress. 
Uh, but anyway, she was talking for, for some reason. They were talking about uh, movies that she had seen. She's like, and I went and saw the new Spiderman. <laughs> and the host was like, "Wait, the what? The what? Like, Spiderman? Spiderman? The new Spiderman? Like you make it sound like he's Jewish. It's not Spiderman. It's Spiderman." <laughs> All right. Um, Incredibles Two is also a really you have it as a C though. Yeah, I, again, like it's maybe, maybe the highest C you can yeah, get. Yeah, the highest of C's. Speaking a, of which, shout out the high C. Shout out the high C. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Send us money. We yeah, will plug your fruity, oversaturated like, drink. Actually, drink it. <laughs> right. You know what? Fuck that. Bring us monkey barrels. You remember the fucking yeah, fuck the the the, the, fruit, the 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 punch barrels? Yeah, Michael. We were. We, as a household, never bought them. When we went to go play flag football and other cool parents brought them, that's when we got them. Or when we traded our shitty, no one would trade a banana for it. Maybe I could squeeze one out of a cute right, girl. How about, a, how about a banana and a hand job? Yeah. Um, all right, so where are we at? Three seeds? I think 2049 has got to be a three seed, personally. Yeah, that's pretty hard. It's yeah. a fucking really good seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, three seed. And I got to... Again, this is all be this will all be revealed later. But like, I was sketchy about that movie when it first got revealed. I was like, really? Is did like, do we need a, a sequel to Blade Runner? And it turns out, well, yeah, really, yeah, we yeah. do. I like Again, very pleasantly surprised walking out of that. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, okay, so we got our. We need one more three seed. Pick one out of here that you can. What are we? What are we missing? Let's see. We got for a three seed. I think we got to go. Do we want to do a Infinity War or Endgame? I think Infinity War, just because of the ending. That was that movie. The reason why Endgame was so big is because Infinity War was so good, and it was like I gotta know what happens. Sure, sure. So I, I think, but but you could convince it, me tomorrow it fair, that it's is it fair to? Well, I'll save it for the yeah. That I'll save it for the debate. But I mean, we can maybe put both, but I don't. Well, again, I don't, I don't want it to become. Yeah, 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 I think I, it should be. I think it should it, be. Is, is it fair to to say that the best sequel ever, like if it wins, is it fair to say that the best sequel ever wins on a on a cliffhanger? That's true. Because you know what I'm saying. Well, like, they all kind of do. Most most sequels, especially in modern terms, is just a bridge to. Well, yeah, because now everything's about serialization. Yeah, but. it did. Man, Endgame did stick the landing. I mean, I'll, terms, I'll put it. I'll put it as a three. We can argue this one later. But I'll yeah, split Avengers the, again. Like this is all stuff I'm going to keep well, in my back pocket just in case it ends up being Infinity War. Yeah. But like, and we can move some of these around. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Right this now, is we nothing got, set in stone. Okay, Avengers sequel. All right, so cross that off. Okay, Avengers sequel. Uh, so we're getting into four seeds now. So this is like what you consider. Either so, low, low A's or high B's. Yeah, Star Trek Two, Rathacon. I fucking vote all yes yeah. for that. Rathacon. Uh, let's do Rathacon over. I'm just kind of going randomly. Yeah, yeah. Just it, it's a it's a four seat at this point. So, I mean, I haven't seen John Wick Three, so I couldn't rate that one. But you that will, that, you might, will that might be a. I don't know do how you, you feel about. Do it. you trust my word on this one? Yeah. Of course, of course. I think it's a... It's no fun. If I think it's, it's a four or five, honestly. I think it's probably a five. would be a little safer. Okay. Go, just go ahead and write it down as a five, then. Let's go across it off. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if we, if you've already determined, like, it's fine. I think it's a four Because I have five. nothing to add to it, so... Yeah, I... That would be my vote. Well, let's just... We'll come back. I, I won't okay. forget. Okay. Let's just finish these four. So, Rathacon, you got that. I'm fine with that being a four. I love uh, the Rathacon. Rathacon. Matrix 2? 
I'm I fucking love those movies. I, I'm yeah, fine with putting it at a four or a five though. But is that really a B movie, a, a B seed, or being objective? Man, it sucks. Ooh, Goldfinger Skyfall. That's got to be yeah. okay. That put those on opposite sides, and we'll see how it works out. You want two different Bond movies though? I, I do okay. again because I think I think it's important to represent old school Bond and modern day Bond. I'll do. We'll do <clears throat> like. They're so distinct that yeah, it's actually that you can actually compare the two. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not like trying to compare Infinity War and Endgame, where right. they're they're so very similar that it's hard to make the call. We could worst case scenario just pair those two together and go like it's part one and part two. But I I don't want to do that yeah, because if like avoid because it, that like, gives that particular one an unfair advantage. Yeah, like now you're watching you're comparing two movies to, to the one. one. Um, okay, so I got Goldfinger over here, and I got... Because otherwise, I would just include Godfather 2 and Godfather 3. I don't want 3 touching 2. <laughs> it's weird. 3 gets shit on a lot. They were like, oh, the movie sucks. It's not a bad movie. Compared to but, to 1 and 2, to, it's right, dog right. shit, comparatively. Yeah, right. It was still nominated but for again, Best Picture. Like you're, it, it's like you're eating filet, or like you're eating the highest quality pussy, and then all of a sudden you're getting like... You know, like, it's still like B-level pussy, but it's not like... But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so used to threesomes that single sex right, with butt right. stuff is just not filling my capabilities. Oh, uh, we're missing a four seat over here, actually. Hang on. Or the that's good, the bad, and the ugly. Ooh, that is a really good because that's the like second or third and in the men. Yeah. It's yeah. what fist? It's fistful of dollars. What is it? Is it fistful of dollars? Good, bad, and the ugly, and a few, few dollars, dollars more. more. Yeah. I think the good bad. I haven't seen that in a very long time. I mean, that's pretty tough to beat, though. I mean, uh, again, it's. I mean, Yaz yeah. was on a big kick with it. Yeah. He was like, oh, have you ever seen those? I'm like, the Sergio Leone movies? Yeah, I've seen them. Like, my dad loved let me, let me look that up real quick. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's the. Is it? Oh, my phone's off. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's the second. See, we're about to lose all credibility. I just. It's like, Jane, I don't fucking remember the order. Like, that was the 13th James Bond movie. Like, oh. Yeah, of course. Like, I could probably tell you, like, order of actors, but I couldn't tell you, like, where each particular movie movie lies within that lineage. Like, like I know it was, you know, Sean Connery, and then George Lazenby, and then George, uh, Sean Connery, and then fucking uh, Roger Moore, and then Timothy Dalton, and then uh, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, right? I think so. You forget Lazenby? No, no, no. Because he's between T. Dalton and uh, Lazenby was. Yeah, no, he wasn't. No, he was, I thought he was between. Um, no, was. he he was between Connery and Connery. Connery left. Lazenby came in for like two movies, and then Connery was, was like one movie. Or because he was Australian, one. he was the only Australian. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Connery be... came back for like In Her Majesty's Secret Service yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah, for whatever. Out of it. it says the Good, the Bad, the Ugly is a considered a prequel since it depicts. Uh, Eastwood's character. But it's the second. But it's the second in the series, right? Yeah, it's after the first one. Okay. So yeah, that count, yeah, good night the ugly. Yeah, that's that's definitely at least a two or three scene for sure. They say that when considered a series, the chronological order of the films is unclear. It can be deduced that the films take place in the following order: the good, the bad, the ugly, for a few dollars more, a fistful of dollars. So it is. It's a sequel, but it's a pre. But either way, it's in the series. So we'll put that as we're just going to lose all credibility now. No, 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 no. That's the best part about <laughs> this whole podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, so, like, The Kingsman is a prequel, right? but right. it's the third in the series, right. so it would still be considered a sequel, so, yeah, why, yeah, why not? Like, you. it still I'm, fits. I'm yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Yeah. 
right. Um, so now we're into five seeds. I think John Wick three is a five seed. Okay. Um, personally, I got you. Hang on. And again, we're going to play with this a little more. Three, boom. Got a um, good, bad, and ugly. Um, I think, I think Captain America: Civil War is a pretty strong four or five. I mean, I have it as a B. So I think that fits a B pretty well. I think it's a pretty high B. First, yeah, I, I, I agreed. Yeah, for sure. Um, ooh, Texas Chainsaw. Mm, let's see. Uh, five. You're in five seeds now. Yeah, I'll put that over. You know, there's a lot of comic movies over there. Well, there's going to be a lot of comic movies. Period. But. Uh, Schindler's List 2, the re-listening. The re-listening. All right, five seeds. What do you got as Bs or A slash Bs? I'm willing to watch Bride of Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's on HBO Max. Again, I'm not... It's stupid. I don't want to just go off list. Well, like... Oh, I know. Because yeah. I hate when people are like video game lists. And like... No, I, they go, I, the greatest fighting game of all time is Street Fighter 2. I'm like, no, no, no. That's maybe the most important fighting game. Probably not. Like, that it's a ever. broken game. Yeah. Like, you can... Especially like the earlier editions. Like, you get... Even by the third one, Championship, you're just like, oh, let me get DJ and I'll just high-low, high-low, or Sagat. It's like... Or Mortal Kombat, slide, freeze, over, yeah. slide, freeze, over, slide, freeze, over. It's a Street Fighter Two is one of the most important fighting games. Sure, but is it the best ever? No. It's like probably. I mean, even then, it's like if you say uh, Street, Street Fighter Three Third Strike, people are like, "Oh, well, you've never actually played it. You're just saying that because that's what everyone says." And it's like, yes and no. <laughs> uh, let's see, Matrix Two. I'm fine with putting that as a five seed. Okay. Personally, I, yep. I mean, that, I mean, it's the highest rank that we haven't marked down yet. So. In, but is it as good as Matrix Revolutions? Or Revisited? Or what was this? For, the forkle? I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly, it's sad. I wish I gave it a little too much of a glowing review, but I also haven't seen it but once. So, um, Alright, so another five seed. Um, give me something non-comic book that you think. Predator 2? Or is that a B? Let's see. I don't know. Predator to do I have as as a C. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, uh, be a mid. Logan I have as a B. Oh fuck, that should be higher. Is, is that a five? No, that's higher than a five. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, put it in as, put it in as, as a as a low dark horse. Yeah, you're Maybe right. No, you're fine. You're right. We can always change this up too because yeah, I yeah. think I think it's probably right about where I mean, it needs to be right now. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. I... I would put Logan. Well, we still got other five seeds. Captain America two, um, Avengers sequel. Uh, we have comic books over here. There's always going to be. Yeah, just put it like it's it's like a six or something like that. I'll put Logan as a five. I think Logan's definitely a five. Logan. I'm gonna say here. So uh, can you while you're out there, Sensuous, can you grab some water? Sensuous. I'll look over some of these. Welcome to Bearcast, while Michael goes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. By the way. Welcome to water. Welcome to Watercast. I talk about how thirsty I am. Uh, let's see. Godzilla sequels. We got we got Rocky sequels. I'm fine. I think the Rocky sequels deserve a five spot, personally. Uh, let's see here. Mm-mm. I'm going to fill free time here. I'm going to talk to y'all as people. I really hope y'all enjoy the podcast. Michael and I actually do put a lot of work into this. So I really hope that y'all out there appreciate what we do. Because we appreciate every single one of y'all that listen. So... And maybe this podcast here will go out. Maybe this behind-the-scenes thing will go out. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's not captivating enough. Maybe you're just like, dude, all I hear is paper wrinkling the entire time. That's because you do. Because we're working hard at it for you guys. So, um, it's what we do around here. 
All right, we got to put a Harry Potter sequel on there, I'm sure. Uh, welcome to Bearcast. Today we're going to talk about Sabbath. Sabbath. Delicious Sabbath. Um, okay. Treats. I think Last Crusade goes up there. I think we got Planet of the Apes that needs to go up there. I think Incredibles 2 needs to go up there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay with all of those. Because if we're on five seeds, I would... Um, Adam Family Values, I think, is a B, personally. Desperado, I think, is a, is a B you have it as. Um, Train Spotting 2, I think, needs to go up there pretty soon. We have mm-hmm. five. I might be able to switch Matrix Reloaded and Train Spotting 2. I might put Matrix Reloaded lower. I mean, Train Spotting 2 is probably I think, a, yeah, it's got to be a 60. Yeah. It'd be a dis- it's a really good sequel. Uh, hey, Bear. I've found a bear calf. They're coming in here breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. I'll train spotting two over here. All right. Um, what about Harry Potter sequels? I've not seen enough of those to have an opinion. Uh, I mean, Deathly Hallows Part Two was pretty dope, only just because it's the final whatever. Uh, but I personally, I liked Prisoner of Azkaban. I, if we're gonna put one of those up, I would probably say that one. I, I'm just so not. Very, I'll put Harry Potter over here. Yeah, just write down Harry Potter Harry yeah, Potter sequel, and we'll we'll try to zero in and, and maybe take a poll or something like that. Exactly. Yep. Um, okay. Okay, Harry Potter sequels are done. Um, let's see. In fact, that should be our next post online. Is is Start, have the people help have, us? Yeah, have people just write in and, and say what's your favorite sequel ever? Yep. Because um, we can, like I said, we can change some of this stuff. Um. All right, so we're on six seeds now. We still got a lot to go, man. All right, let's see. Uh, I think Desperado is a six seed, man. I'd buy that. I, th- I really do. Maybe six or seven, yeah. Okay. Other than, other than that, I think Adam's Family Values is a really good sequel okay. as a six seed. So please let me out to go eat. I don't know if that's her food or not. I'm so hungry. I'll eat in a minute. Yep. Indiana Jones is up there. Which Planet of the Apes? I think Incredibles needs to go up there, too. Incredibles 2 is a really good movie. Sure. Uh, although it's just not as good as the first one. The first, one, the first <laughs> well, one's like a fucking perfect movie, though. So maybe Incredibles 2 is a sea seed? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it's under here as. I don't know enough about Planet of the Apes. I think X Men Two, uh, Black Panther Two is a really good sequel. Mm-hmm. We have Thor Ragnarok up here as well. Yeah, I think we decided one per franchise. Um, I mean, technically, Shin Godzilla is a. It's the sequel. first in the franchise, though. The Shin is a different. Shit, I think you're right. I mean, damn. Matthews. I mean, Matthew would love to. Because I think, yeah, it'd be like if there was a Godzilla 2000 sequel, I think that's like it's different. Okay, sure, right, right, right. It, it's a different iteration. Yeah, like if you wanted to... If, like in terms of like we have old school James Bond and, and new James Bond. If you wanted to say it's it's not, it doesn't deserve to be on here in my opinion, but Batman Returns and The Dark Knight, I'd be like, okay. I don't, again, I don't think Batman Returns deserves to be on here. Sure. I would be like, okay, but like Shin Godzilla is the first of that of that you know particular iteration. I, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, does that mean that Fury Road is the first iteration of the new Mad Max? Or is that like... That's a really good point. 
Well, we just have Godzilla up here for now. So we can we can figure that out. Because if Shin if it's Shin Godzilla, I've never seen it. But from what I understand, it needs I know that's every reaction I ever get. I know, I know. You I hate to oversell stuff, but like No, I get it. Sometimes shit is just dope. It's yeah. like when people are like, you know, you name a band and they're like, Oh, tell me a song that, that they've heard of. And it's like you're not allowed to say the mainstream song. It's like, well, it's fucking mainstream for a reason because right. it's a good song. Right. Like, right. oh, you've never heard Metallica? Have you ever heard Enter Sandman? Like, there's a it's reason. It's a good entry yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, oh. Oh, one? Love that song. Yeah. Master of Puppets? Fucking dope. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're on. Yeah, you don't have to go to, like, Call of Cthulhu to be, like, a Metallica fan. Yeah, it's like they're mainstream for a reason. Transponic Sewer. I think we did all our six seeds, right? We got Superman 2. The Rocky sequels, just in general. I think Superman 2 might be a... That's pretty high up there, yeah. I, think it's a, I mean, it's a 7 seed. Or, um, okay, which Rocky sequels needs to be a 7? Or I think Ask three, me. Three. But, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. is 4 is a worse movie, but 4 has a better fight with Drago. Yeah, okay. I, I don't necessarily agree, but you could argue. Yes. I think he like yes. in terms of being a big boss. In terms in terms of they kill Apollo and therefore raise the stakes yeah. so much more. Like yeah. it's it, it's so much more personal. I would agree with you on that particular front. But, like, but I, I think that Clubber Lang he's, he's is still up. better. No, he's yeah. showing up because he's an asshole. He yeah. makes it personal. He's just like, no, fuck you. And it's like, it, what, what is your beef with right, It's like, right, it doesn't matter. Right, right. I have a beef with you. And right, he's like, right, really, right. why? It's like, right. no, I'm going to go to your pizza place and fuck it up just because fuck you. Right, like, right. Really, dude? That's like, the yep. reason. Like, he's such a dick. He's yeah, just like, for no reason. No, I do not respect Rock and Balboa as a champion because Rock and Balboa is not facing me for the championship. Right. How can he be a competitor? Right. No, that's it's like showing up. That's why I think he's just the great bad guy. He's just he's just an asshole. Yeah, he just kicks like, in. Bruce Leroy is like the most peaceful dude ever. And he's like, he's no, fuck like, you, fuck you, and your dojo, and dojo, fuck your girl, fuck yeah. your parents. I'm showing up. Fuck your Chinese yeah. restaurant. Yep, I'm about to come in here and show you what's up. Yeah, he's just the asshole. Am I the baddest? Showing up. Am I the prettiest? <laughs> showing up. All right, Bride of Frankenstein. I'll put that as a seven seed. Even though if I see it, I might be like, that was brilliant. Welcome back, Welcome back, Bearcat. We're talking about interrupting other podcasts. Welcome to Interruption Cat. <laughs> um, okay. I think... You were talking about Tails. How they bonk on everything. Where was Bride of Frankenstein? How else are they going to know you're happy? I know, right. Okay, I think... We're on seven seeds still. Sevens. Seven. I got a seven there. I got a. S- All right, we need two more sevens. What do you think about? Oh, Desperado's got to be a seven. Mm-hmm. Desperado's mm-hmm. got to be a seven. I'll put you up here. No, I'll put you down here. I mean, that's the nature uh, of the beast, sir. Fucking, yeah, that's the way it goes. Yep. You yep. can't play favorites, bro. Uh, I think it's a six or a seven person. I think a little higher than a six, and I might be willing to trade it with Matrix Reloaded personally. Okay. I, I, again, I love the Matrix Reloaded. Sure. You, you know that very well, but I might have to switch that one around. I just don't feel like writing it out. Well, yeah, I mean, admittedly, there's got to come a, a, a balance of, like, personal preference versus, like, critical acclaim. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, just because I'm, oh, I don't like it. It's like, for example, like, the Deathly, Deathly Hollows. Like, I've never seen it. But, like, at a certain point, if everyone universe is like, it's a fucking really good sequel, you can't discredit, well, I've never seen it. It's like right. Paddington. I don't want to just include it as a one seed because I'm told it's a one seed. 
I know the first one was surprisingly good. Like, damn, that was a fucking heartwarming. Like, in terms of like a family movie, like warming your heart, you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like it did exactly what it set out to do. Um, okay, so we're on what? I keep forgetting because I love talking to you. Seven seeds. Give me one. Give me one. Give me one. Indiana Jones: Last Crusade. I'm fine that's, with that. Yeah, that's Indiana gotta be Jones. up there. I'm surprised that's not actually higher. We can again because it's Last not. Last Crusade's pretty dope. Yeah, Last Crusade's a great movie. Um, okay, I don't know. Did I put a Rocky one down here? Yeah, I think you wrote down Rocky. No, I didn't. Seven Desperado. Seven. Bride of Frankenstein, and then seven here is Superman 2. Yeah, Rocky. Rocky is an eight seed? Yeah. The yeah. sequel, it's like we remember the villains, like it's easy to remember the, the highlights of Rocky. Those movies drag a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Let's, like I couldn't tell you exactly what happens. And they get ridiculous plot line yeah. wise. Like, all right, we'll put it as an eight seed. Um, over here. Oh, it's going to go up against Empire, though. Fuck. I mean, again, okay, we're, we're free to switch certain places, but I definitely don't want to try and like favor right, right. one over the other. Like, this is where sometimes start to, when you start to see the matchups, you're like, oh, that's a tough one. Um, that's just the way of the tournament, too, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Although, I gotta admit, if Rocky and Empire go up against each other, I'm it's fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alright. Um, I think 22 Jump Street's good 8 seed. I haven't seen it, so... You saw the first one, though, right? I did. I did. It, I say this with the... More of the it's same. It's more of the same. Yeah, if you liked it, which is fine for a sequel. I just... I like the comedy stuff to be... Have a... I don't think they get a lot of, you know, respect. Um, we have to... Well, we've, we've got a few good representations on yeah, the comedy, so... Uh, it's not like we're excluding stuff. Yeah. Yeah, let's finish up the eights, because... Okay. It, yeah, we're getting late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you still got to go clean, too. All right. Um, I mean, I think Creed should go up there, too, but I'm fine if we just call it a... If it's Creed, I think Creed is better than any of the other Rocky sequels. Well, again, is that, is that, like, a separate series? I, I think so. Okay. I, I'd be willing I think to it should go that. higher, then, personally. Okay. Well, just go ahead and put Creed down as, as an eight... I mean, if we're going to have Rocky... Right, right. You know, Creed is as, as an eight seed. Okay. So... Which means you need to either go see Creed 3 before this happens, or we're going to have to base it off of the second Creed movie. Or just Creed 1. But again, we're treating... If, if we're treating Goldfinger and uh, Skyfall as separate, because they're separate iterations... Well, we have them both on here. We have... But, uh, right, but, but, but we're not treating Skyfall as a sequel to Goldfinger. We're treating it as a separate... Well, they're both sequels in their own right, anyway. So that's a bad example. But I. But you see what I'm trying to say. Like, like, like Creed is separate from Rocky. No. I think the better argument that I hear what you're trying to say in the sense of is Fury Road an actual sequel, or is it a rebooting of which? That that's the question that I think we're gonna have to figure that out. Okay. Because if so, then we need to take Creed off the board. Because I think Creed one, Creed two is a good sequel, but like. I mean, I'm fine. we can take Creed off entirely. I'm I'm not like opposed to it, but we can figure it. We can. Well, I again, I'm just I'm I'm asking like, what are the rules, kind of thing. What are, what the, are the rules? rules? Um, okay. All right. Any other bees? Dawn of the Dead should probably be up there. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. Though we're getting to that point. Where have Dawn of the Dead. Okay. I'm alright with that. So let's just finish out the eight seeds and see how we. Yeah. Go from I, there. No, see. I, tell me what you think about it. Yeah, I'm fine with um. 
Secret of the Ooze needs to be either an eight or nine seed, but still. Um, okay. I'll put again. I've never seen uh, Evil Dead Two. Oh yes, I've seen Evil Dead Two. I mean, um, what was the one? Night of the Living Dead Two. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Return. What is it? What's it called? Day of the Dead. Day Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. One. Yeah. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Which was the second one? I mean, the second one was Return of the Living Dead, which is a great sequel, but that's the one with the chick that gets fucked in the graveyard and then gets bit by a zombie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one with, like, this... Yeah. What's the sequel? I'm saying, what's the sequel? Is It's Day of the Dead? It it was Night of the Living Dead. Oh, it's Dawn of the... Yeah, Dawn of the Dawn, Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Day of the Dead. No, I'm sorry. Return of the Living Dead. Day of the Dead. So does this qualify? Island of the Dead. I don't know. Does this qualify? Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 a sequel to Night of the Living Dead in one in one form or another. Okay. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is the one where they get trapped in the mall. Okay. What? No, that's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Well, that's the one I just wrote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. All right. Well, I think that's it for now. Then. Or X two. Ooh, yeah. I thought that one got put down already. Yeah. Ooh, that might have to go a little bit higher. I'm not going to lie. We're good for now. We'll put a break in this, and I will see you later. Yes, sir. Uh, Go watch a movie. Talk about it with somebody you love. Thank you all for behind the scenes. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you all. Hopefully this was somewhat entertaining. Uh, Shout-outs, plugs, plugs, plugs. You know know all the legits. We're treating you like you know us. Most of you that will ever listen to this probably have our phone numbers. So (laughs) give us a call.